episode 92. What a great year that was. Yeah, guess what? Who do you guys think the number one wrestler in the PWI 500 was that year? Warren Bears. Macho Man. No, no sir. That's not Ric right Flair. He was number four. Oh. Was Macho Man even on it? <laughs> nope. Number one was Hulk Hogan, followed oh. by Ron Simmons, and then what? Rick Rude, and Ron then Flair. Simmons. Is that the year Ron Simmons won the titles? I want to assume so that's why he was okay. when he won it in WCW. Nice. It's the Spanish Announce Table podcast where we talk about wrestling. There is three of us this week. My name is Warren. Scotty is here. Brando is here. Mm-hmm. Scotty is apparently sick and high on quote unquote pain meds. No, cold meds. Oh, Not cold, pain meds. Cold meds. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Want a bunch of somas. Warren's air meds. quotes are just flying off yeah. the handle here. Gentlemen, what's new? What's going what's going on? Anything uh of note happened in the past week? Scotty? Got sick yesterday. How sick? Like, what sick are we talking here? Uh, my throat started to hurt, oh, and then God. it got really, really stuffed up. Then I was leaking out my nose like crazy. Oh, God. So they just have, like, a cold right now. We should have put them on that mic over there, the quarantine <laughs> mic, the Boris mic. And then I was able to shuffle a little bit of night shifts around to be able to make the pod this evening. Good. So that worked out well. And then you I have a uh, legit job interview tomorrow. You don't mm. sound too bad, which is nice. No, not as bad as it was yesterday. Mm. So just a little congested. What's the job interview? Can we talk about it, or is it top secret? I don't know if it's top secret. It's a security job. Oh, so. no. Satpod security is coming true. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. Think of all the people you're going to intimidate. <laughs> it was like, do you like... Con- I had to do like a 100 questionnaire online thing today. Yeah. And it was like, do you like confrontation? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Boy, and it was like, do I. It was like, seldom... Often, always. I was like, I always like some confrontation. You're not supposed to put that on the security guard thing. I don't know. Let's see if it works nice. out. So they're probably like, this guy's insane. He's I'm rocking a chai latte. Latte. Lottie. Yeah, Lottie. Chai latte. How do you feel about the uh, Starbucks cup, Scott? Oh, I don't care. Let me let me get your thoughts on, on that. the red cup controversy. Wrestling issue. Uh, I don't know. The old cups are cooler, but I like cups that just have shit on them. Like when Starbucks does the old timey hockey, or no. Tim Hortons is a hockey yeah. one, mm-hmm. or I like the Tim Hortons Christmas cup or yeah. holiday cup. So it's a fucking cup. It's a cup. It really doesn't matter. Okay, all- what does a cup affect your views on the holiday season? Like, Jesus. Oh, people. and I was hanging out with this dope-ass pigeon outside before, right. yeah. before Sapod started. Brando's selfie is still much better than yours, though. Yours is mm. pretty good. Mine was tough, man. Looks that like pigeon- you were afraid of it and didn't want to get anywhere He near wasn't it. really cool when I started coming near oh, him. Yeah? He was cool when I was standing on the other end of the steps, mm. but- he looks like he's in rough shape as well. Yeah, he looked a little banged up. I was like, oh, bud. You should maybe tweet that picture right now at Satpod. All right, I'll so tweet it. I'm eating the muffin right now because there's a big selfie. box of muffins here in the studio. Yes. My pigeon selfie-taking experience, you just know was when you Was that a live them. bird or not a live bird? Mine? Yeah. It was a live bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit, you're really close to him. I know. You just know when you see these pigeons if they're willing to pose for pictures they or not. They don't care much around this building. No. I think they're just they've desensitized seen, yeah. to things, so... Pigeon selfies. Uh, Brando, what's new with you, bud? Uh, I just woke up from like a, I want to say, four-hour nap mm. that was supposed to be like a alarm-free 45-minute power nap. Yep. And then all of a sudden my phone's going off the hook being like, oh, you got you near the station, Brando? Scott is going to be here soon. And I'm like, oh, no. No, I'm napping. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants, actually. Right. Uh, you also, made it. Yeah, I did. That's uh, the with beauty of on. living very close to home. That is uh, that is a nice benefit, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Because if I was living in Sherwood Park and I did that, I might have just been like, uh, 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 Warren, I'm sick. Yep. <laughs> uh, other than that, playing uh, playing Fallout. Just, yeah, I, you I've into that cleared now, right? my schedule 
of video games, and I've, yes, jumped down the rabbit hole. Want to have a little follow talk? How far are you? I'm not super far. I just got to Diamond City. Okay. Yeah. I'm just a little bit ahead of you. Mm. Well, it seems like there's like you can really 100 hours of stuff to you, do yeah, before you go to Diamond City. Like, oh, I played for three hours, and I'm like, all right, I didn't really do anything main questy. I really just built up my settlements. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I'm not touching my settlements. Here, here's a pro tip for you. Mm. Hang light bulbs from wire. Okay. Is that going to keep go. the zombies away? I don't know, but apparently I saw somebody post something on Twitter that was like, I'm 36 hours in and just found out that you can put light bulbs on wire, and everyone's like, oh, my God, I've been playing for three days. I haven't figured this out. This changes There's so no much. There's no tutorial so. on building shit with no, the settlement know. stuff. <laughs> It's a free tip. You need fucking light bulb. I'm not exactly reading books. Apparently, it makes a difference. I, I don't, don't know. Uh, sometimes you're more accurate in light, depending on your perks and shit. See, you know there what you I go. want is I want a light bulb on wire that I can hit people with because mm. I'm doing Just a lot of hitting people. Flinging around, yeah. smacking, smashing face. it on faces. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, that's really it. It was. I just got done a fucking marathon of work, and yeah. now it seems like I'm on to the next one. But this one is only five days. So it's a regular work week, but it just still feels like a ton of work. But with the hours weird, you start at 4 a.m. this morning. Yeah, I was hoping to see you when I woke up, because Warren's been known to go long into the night playing video games or streaming or something. I was in bed by 12.30 today, slash last night. You're getting old. I know. I was tired, too. Like I was like, no, no, I can go another couple hours till Brent. No, no, no. I was falling asleep watching The Office, so... That's wasn't gonna happen, unfortunately. I would have been in no mood to talk if I saw you. You've got a whole bunch more of those four AMs coming up, so maybe it'll happen. Yeah, There's yeah. still a chance, I suppose. A couple more before the end of September. Man, those suck. September, hey, eh? or uh, December. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then you hop in your fucking line. time machine there. Yeah, I uh, I'm not jealous of that. That you have to work four AM shifts. You know what? Getting off at one's pretty sweet. True, but holy, that everything other everything than that else. is terrible. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and I worked overtime today, so ooh, mm. that's a nice little extra, Fuck. little extra cash. Yeah, for the old rent fund, we paid our rent for. The we first did pay time. our rent. Well, I went you to, paid it. Yeah, I went to pay the lady, and she was not there. And boy, was I miffed. <laughs> I was like, the one day that you actually need to be in your office, yep, nowhere to be seen on the first. Yep. All the days to be like, ah, uh, we're taking a long lunch out of office or some shit. But you did eventually get. Yeah, there. I had oh, okay, to leave good. and come back. <laughs> drop. No, there's a notice on the door when I left. Yeah, Uh, yeah, paying rent sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, there goes all that money. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm doing this uh, kind of my my mental state with dealing with rent and savings, really, is I'm trying to pay my rent every paycheck. Like a bit of rent every paycheck? No, like I'm trying to put in my rent's worth every paycheck, but I get two paychecks a month at least. So then... It means I wow. all my savings are always going up. Always got money for rent. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's a smart way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I do? I played a lot more Star Wars. That's, that's pretty right. much the only video game I'm playing right now. Yeah. And fuck, do I still love that video game? Good. I still got to get a copy of it. I'm having a big play day recording session on Friday for it. So. It's great. Woo, hopefully I'm not sick then. And then I'm also doing a marathon of the old movies with a bunch of friends that night. Sure. So that should be cool. Imperative. You got to watch those old ones before you go see the new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like more so than the new uh, ones. Yeah, than watching the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen Revenge of the Sith. Jesus, man. Really? I know. That's probably I've the best one. Pieces. I know. That's the weirdest thing is that everyone's like, that's the best one. 
And then right now, Vic's got our Blu-ray set with all of them lent out to someone. And I'm like, okay, I'd like to watch this before. Like The day's coming closer and closer for Star Wars. I uh, also have that Blu-ray set, but apparently my copy of A New Hope is just fucking gone. Really? I went to watch it, and it's not there. So that's a big kick in the nads. Good thing my roommate has the exact same box set. It's true. So I, I also have the exact his. same box set. When I was over at your place, I looked on your shelf and I was like, nice. Yeah. I, uh, it's a quality one. Actually, I'm not going to say that. I stole it <laughs> <laughs> from a job that I used to work, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I think we bought ours from. Oh, well, look, you a, buying your stuff. Yeah. No. We bought ours from like a, re- status. like a resale place. or so. What the fuck? I buy lots of DVDs. <laughs> Not I, wrestling. Uh, actually, you know what's weird? My Christmas list is like, hey, I just bought some PWG DVDs. That's about it. Mm. So Easy yeah. to shop for. Me? This year? Yeah. That's good. Star Wars fever. Everywhere we look now. It's, it's, it's coming, coming up. up. Yep. yep. Can't wait. May the sad pod be with you. Mm-hmm. Is what we're gonna say the week that we do that podcast. <laughs> I already used it now. We'll do a Shit. we'll do a movie review yeah. pod. Sure. Uh, other than that, I, I don't know. That's oh, it. and look forward to our Christmas special. We're doing right. it, boys. That's uh, so we're not gonna do it. What do we do? The week of the twenty first is what we decided. Mm-hmm. That'll be our two year quote unquote anniversary of the podcast era. Backslash. Yeah. Year end awards. We'll do our award show then as well. So we'll we'll finalize our list. For what we want to do, category wise, you know what? Last and, year uh, we had some damn here. good winners that we picked. Like everything. Now you were listening to that earlier. Today, everything Hank. stands up. This like when you look back a year, you're like, all right, cool. Some guys have fallen off a little bit, but all of our matches of the year are still good matches. You can mm-hmm. go back and watch. Uh, Seth Rollins was our unanimous yeah. wrestler of the year too, and right? Brock Lesnar was the runner up. Our non WWEs were Michael, Michael Richard Blaze mm-hmm. and AJ Styles. Two solid picks as well. Tag teams of the year were Young Bucks. Uh, I think Brando had the Shield. Oh, yeah, because no. they were still. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. And then we were like, no, we'll let it slide. Yeah. And I think you might have picked Usos. I think I did, too. Because yep. you were like, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. they got their first title reign. Yep. They're super over. I know who I'm picking for this year. <laughs> so, yeah, look forward to that. Yeah, uh, we'll put that out. Uh, like I say, it'll be the week of the 21st. So a nice little uh, nice little Christmas gift yeah. from us to you. Christmas Eve, you can drink some holiday nog. and. Are you a nog guy? You a yeah, we also had a big discussion about nog on that pod, too. <laughs> yeah, we talked about nog right. for about the first 10 minutes of the oh, pod. Man, I can tell you what I would have said, and that's I hate eggnog. Yep, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> and I can tell you what I said is I don't hate it, I don't love it. Yeah, you were like, I'm pretty in between. I'd like there to be Did more. Did we talk about it because I had just tried the eggnog and rum thing? Is that why we talked about it? Because I mm, tried I that the remember first that. time last year. Uh, I know in the context was I was talking about be, watching TLC because we also reviewed TLC on that show. Oh, right. Uh, busy show. Yeah, yeah it was a, and, TLC. and we did an NXT one too. It was like, I was like, holy fuck, this is my whole afternoon now. <laughs> Thank God I finished these raw notes. But, yeah, no, I was talking about TLC and coming home and being in a drunken eggnog haze because I had that friend right, gift exchange thing. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, you said you were just starting to get on the eggnog kick. And I haven't had any all year this year. And by I all year, I mean just, it's only been out for like a month. I think it's just terrible, terrible shit. I've drank in one little carton of it so far this year. I find if you cut it with milk, do like half and half with milk, it's all right. Cut it nah. with rum. For that too. Well, yeah, it, I mean it's supposed to be cut with rum, but so many better uses for rum. <laughs> put some coke in there. I'm yeah, good. I don't need the, don't need the eggnog. 
Um, we'll it's December, in case you hadn't figured it out. Happy <laughs> December from Sapod. Uh, boy, have we been spoiled with weather, too, eh? Oh, it's beautiful today. It's still nice out, It's I not think. even like Canada. Like, yeah. like, for our American listeners that think we're suffering right now in the snowy piles and nope. minus... Th- Fucking great. It's, it, was min- it was plus eight today, yeah. Celsius. Plus eight degrees in December. That's fucking ridiculous. Which there are probably still some places in the United States are going to be like, fuck, plus eight. I'm surprised they didn't freeze to death. Sure. But for us, this is great. It's t-shirt weather. It is. Fuck, I was driving in my vehicle. uh, Didn't have the heat on at all. It was just, the air was off, uh, but the sun was beating in. Sweating. Sweating like a pig. I I had the same thing (laughs) on my way in today. I rolled the window down for a a stint. Mm -hmm. It's always nice in December. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we good? Do you want to do some news now? Well, we can do uh, what we're what we're going to call news. <laughs> yeah, right. the news segment has been laughing the past two. And now. Whoops. Spanish announced table news. Not a lot this week. No, sir. Some. So we will talk about that now with Brandon Lynch. Warren Bearish. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have no uh, stories, quote unquote. I don't like to get held down with stories. Yeah. Bro. Good. Cool story, oh, like bro. Labels. Yeah. Like, Is that what you're going for? It's more about the experience right. of this newscast. Yep. And for starters, raw numbers continue to be at an all time low. Just like, can't real- figure it out. And by all time, I mean as far back as we care, hmm. right? I mean, I'm sure before people existed, wrestling ratings were lower. <laughs> yeah, I heard they were low in the 1950s. But yep. we're doing we're doing modern history. Right, right. Uh, I don't have exact numbers, but it is bad and it's getting worse. And I think the wrestling is going to die and we're not going to be doing a show this time in three weeks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> USA's pulling uh, the plug. Well, we won't be doing a show this time in three weeks because that'll be our time off. So that's an easy prediction. Now, yes, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> I, it just seems to me like, and I, you see these numbers and you see these people talking about how much it's dropping and it keeps getting worse and worse. Yet there doesn't seem to be any sort of sign of like a scramble on their end. Like they're not like, holy shit, we got to fucking put balls to the wall and let's call some old guys and bring them back. Nothing. They, yeah. they Like they're just past two weeks of Raw have been. And yeah, kind of good. Yeah. Right? Like, it's... It, yeah, like, on no ends does it look like they're like, shit, we got to get this guy back. Or, oh, ne- next week, this segment, we're going to have three old-timers on or some shit. Nothing. It just seems like they're like, nope, we're rolling with the punches with the Sheamus era. Wyatt's Dudleys are doing a thing. Like, they're just booking whatever they want and yeah. rolling with it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling in the next not-too-distant future that they're going to flip the main title on Raw. That's gonna yeah, th- yeah, that'll help. That always seems to happen whenever these stories come out and haven't had it in a real long time. The thing is, will people know to tune in ahead of time? No, but they might watch the next one because it happened. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Um Warren, you got some I don't want to say late breaking news regarding John Cena, but uh, we just dug this little morsel of information up. Yeah, because uh, we weren't sure. I think it was a couple weeks ago when we were talking about he's got to be coming back pretty soon, and then we had talked about maybe rumors were saying before TLC or that he would show up on mm-hmm. TLC. Uh, it doesn't look like that's the case anymore. 
He got pulled from the advertising for the December 19th live event at the Forum in California. That's the one that Brock Lesnar is working. Right. Which I totally forgot that he was working a house show until you yeah. mentioned that that was announced a while ago. Uh, <laughs> Cena is set to return Excuse at me. the 20 December 26th house show, Madison Square Garden, and uh, then on the 28th for Raw, which is uh, in Brooklyn at the Barclays. Center. So. I uh, I'm legitimately excited for John Cena to come back. Yeah, we need him now more than ever, right? Like say what you will about him, he makes ex- uh, segments feel exciting. Maybe he makes him feel important. Uh, and whatever program he's in is usually somewhat well done. He owed a rematch for the U.S. title. Technically. Fuck yeah. I, like Right now, with how Raw's have been, I would love to see a John Cena U.S. Open Challenge again. I agree, they but were I don't think segments at least. I don't think you take that title off of Del Rio that fast though is the problem. Because then you're you're kind of halting him, right? I mean, not that Have he's done much. Have him be more but... sinister in the thing that'll get announced on Raw. Sure. I think the thing that got announced on Raw is made way better by the fact that the U.S. champion is yeah, a part of it. Yeah, you think that's better? Yeah. More on that later. Yep. And that is all the John Cena news for today. Right. Seed update 2012. Scotty, I have uh, a little softball to throw you. All right. Tell us what's happening with Mad Braddix. <laughs> so Brad and... Maddox has now changed his name to Mad Braddix, <laughs> which is a it's a funny pun in terms of using your old WWE it's name. So good. I love it. You're not a fan, though, Scotty. Eh? I don't know why. It's, it's I... Matt. He's, his, his name is Mad, and right. he just got fired from a big company. Is it, is it because, like, did you follow him pre-WWE as well? No, but I know he did wrestle in, like, PWG a little bit in, like, in that SoCal area. Yeah. So I know he's, like, friends with, like, Joey Ryan and junk like that. But I, I didn't know about him before he was in WWE. Mm. But I don't know. I just don't like that name. I think it's, it's great because he's clearly using... It's like I don't like the name Brad Attitude. I just don't think that's yeah. a good wrestling well, name. Well, that's that's legitimately a dumb name. That is pretty dumb. But <laughs> the Mad Braddock thing works on a few different levels because Brad Maddox is obviously his WWE character name, which he got fired from the company. And because everything's so public, people know that he got fired. Right. And they know why he got yeah. fired. So he's using the firing from WWE as kind of his indie rocket fuel. Yeah. So it makes sense to have a name that kind of reminds you of, oh, yeah, that's the guy who was fired. His name is Mad Braddix because he, he was fired from the he's WWE. Got merch now. He's too, got a shit saying, ton right? of merch on Pro Wrestling Tees. Same with the next person we're going to talk about. But like ones that say like cocky pricks. Or don't be a prick and it's got a cactus on it. <laughs> yeah. He's so got at, one at where that he's point, Deadpool. At that point when you're designing your entire gimmick off the fact that you got fired, it, you Mad Braddix is a phenomenal name. So if you want Brad Maddox to wrestle in your city, you can book him via that Gmail or whatever. What's going to be funnier is if he shows up in TNA with that name, because that is it. Like if you were to say, give Brad Maddox a TNA name, yeah. that is what you would give him, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's another funny thing that I really like about it. Uh, Scotty, too, so. speaking of this other dude we're going to talk about, why don't we talk about this other dude? So Solomon Crow had asked for his release and is now back to using his indie name of Sammy Callahan, the mm-hmm. Death Machine. Mm-hmm. Also got a lot of merch on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, Sammy Callahan, I actually know about stuff he did on the past weekend, though. On Saturday night, he attacked the a- uh, a- AAW heavyweight champion. No, I'm stuttering there. Uh, uh, it's probably not a real thing, and you're just lying right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making. A, I was like, I'm so ready for them to say I'm making up promotions oh, again. A A A. Uh, and w. then he actually won the two CW champion on Sunday. Well, good for him. So, so he's already got a title. Yeah, a week, not even a week. And after he's in being... a program for the other one with A A W. So, you gotta imagine guys that come. Google and A A W there, Warren. 
Nope. Oh, okay. Unless you gotta you, to. you gotta imagine guys uh, coming out of even like NXT, uh, maybe especially NXT because it was such a hot brand. You go to an indie and they're probably like, let's put this guy at the top of the card for a little while. Yeah. He's gonna, everyone's I mean, going to be like, oh, this is the guy from the company. Yeah, and he was well known beforehand as well. Like he was definitely on top of the indie scene when he went to WWE. So when he asked for his release, he said it was so he could try to get himself a new image again on the indies. He uh, made a brief, quick cameo in this week's Breaking Ground. I know. Well. I felt so bad when yeah. they're all sitting there playing Xbox together and, and then like there. they're all smiling or whatever. Yeah. With his little toque that said crow on crow. it. You guys, Brandon, you watched this week's episode? Yeah, of I'm all caught up. It's a great fucking show. What did you guys think about when they gave the guys the releases? Or not the releases, the raises. But that it was looked fun. Like, it looked like they were going to get released. I know, and it was like, so Uha Nation, that's his indie name, Yeah, mm-hmm. was... Um, Shaming. He, uh, when he got his raise, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. It's clearly they brought him in to be this indie talent, and he's going to get fast. We've all thought he was going to get a little fast-tracked. And there's probably a tier of contract that you give a guy before you put him in a certain position in the company that they intend to put him. And then it was just like, oh, we're just slinging around these raises to fucking whoever they we fucking, want. Did they lie to uh, Apollo Cruz where they were like, hey, the last, or it was just the deal that he got, where it was like, the last guy to get this style of raise was Kevin Owens. Yeah, I think that was true. Yeah. And, yeah. Then the, what, and then the raises they were just handed, but I think they're the developmental raises where it's like you go from making like 550 a week to like 800 a week. Yeah, well, and who did they... Well, I think that was the, they gave the one base to Jason one. Jordan. That, yeah, I think Nia that was the Jax. I think that was the base one they were handing out. I think the one for Kevin Owens was specifically referring to the fact that when you go onto the main roster, you get more money. Yeah. Like big money. And I think I thought he said the word double as well. So oh, he's yeah. getting a there double raise at the time. So maybe yeah. instead of that jump, he's getting twice that. Like yeah. It, like hypothetically, a step, if everybody went from five fifty to eight hundred or eight fifty, mm. he went to like Nine or a thousand or whatever yeah. a week. It was uh, interesting. It was like a weird. You never know how much of this stuff is is pre. Like we're they're like, oh, we need to get this. We need to do this, 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 this. But I thought it was really interesting to show ne- legitimate like contract signings. Yeah, the business being part. like, oh yeah, we're we're doubling your pay. Yeah. Like Nia Jax was so stoked when they said they were going to give her more money, and yeah. then they're like, that also comes with responsibility. And you instantly see her be like, yes, this is still a job. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, and shit. then right at the end of it, they had the big hook, which confused the shit out of me because... Because we were talking about, is that guy the guitar player right. guy? But you said the right name last week of the guy who is the guitar guy. Okay. Which is... So it's not the guy who, at the end, where they go... No. It's you're... another guy. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, so it starts with an S. Anyways. Sal Renaro. Somebody can find that. But you said the right name, but then I asked if it was this guy who got his shoulder popped out. And I said, maybe? Yeah. Anyways, so it's not that guy. To clear that up from last week, Cal Bishop is not the Wanderer, and unfortunately, it looks like that was a legitimate release, which sucks. That sucked big time, because I was totally pulling for this guy. Yeah, I know. He seemed like a really good dude. Like a genuinely nice person. And yeah. on this last episode, like Matt Bloom, who looks like the best trainer in the world, is like, uh, we're really pulling for him. We just got to make sure that these injuries don't happen again. And then, like, hey, we like him. He's tough. He's he's grinding it out. And then just to let him Fire. go. Yeah. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's a swerve to watch the next episode. And that's the thing that we were talking about, too, is that so far their, like, quote-unquote hooks at the end of these shows have all been, like, fake, fake. Complete bullshit. Yeah, like, that one fake. where they're, like, Nia Jax throws what's-her-name around. 
and they sell it like, oh, God, she can't get up. And then literally the first scene of the next episode, she stands right back up and gets right back to it. Like, yeah. There was no injury yeah, or like, anything, right? They cut it on a bump to be like, this guy's hurt in developmental. And you're like, oh, God, we got to watch it to see how this guy's The first episode where the NFL guy, Santarelli or whatever his name is, they made it look like he was going to get fired. And then it ended up being the interviewer chick instead. Like, yeah. They fucking teased the Devin shit Taylor? out of you on those. Yeah. On those. So I, I don't Poor know Taylor. whether this is legitimate. I guess we'll find out. But it sucks if it is because I was really liking that guy. Yeah, Kyle I'd... Bishop, if you're listening, tweet us if you're actually fired. Uh, no, I think he is because after this all came out, me and Warren were fucking confused as shit because we're like, I thought that was you the guy they Google were shooting. to see if he's still under contract. Yeah, no, what? he got released at about the same time as Devin Taylor. It was all in the same news article. So that oh. makes sense based on this shooting. Of the show of and the, the way show, they're pacing it out or whatever. Yeah, that it's like okay, even though these are these these incidents probably happened within days of each other, even though this is uh, or a all on the later. same day. It could it really could be? Apparently, uh, he was unaware that cameras were rolling while uh, he got fired as well. His the way he says what? Yeah, or whatever. Heartbreaking, devastating. What? Because it, it literally came out of nowhere. Yeah. Where, like you say, Matt Bloom's like. Okay, you're looking like, good. It, we it need you to do this. Like, yeah, it still seems like work like, to do, it's going to be a rocky path, but we're going to work through it together. And then just fucking run him over with a set. You hear about a lot of that, though, on like Colt Cabana's podcast or other guys' podcasts where it's just like, yeah, they let me go and I had no idea. It's like, I shouldn't have answered my phone like JTG said. Yeah. <laughs> That's still a great God story. Bless him. Oh, also, mean- little Zack Ryder fun fact. He's one of the few wrestlers to be wrestling with WWE when they weren't in HD and now they are. Zack Ryder? Yeah. Hmm. That's Dang. weird. He did have a long reign. I remember when we were looking at the list of reigns last uh, last week. It was like, oh, Zack Ryder's been around for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Did we find out who the Wanderer's name is? No, I'm looking. <sighs> I love their website where they all have their like classic cutout cardboard. I don't know if this is even going to tell me. Because he hasn't debuted on TV yet? So Probably. We found it yesterday, though, pretty quickly. Because it's not... Go to that pro wrestling wiki or whatever. Oh, that's what I'm trying to do. I can't remember what I punched into the Google machine when I was looking this up that gave me the guy's name. Oh, well, if we find it, we can talk about it. But I don't seem to see anything here. Oh, there's a guy on Twitter. Remember he had his name on Twitter? I know. I don't know how to, like, how do I don't know how to that? find that. <laughs> yeah. Put Lone Wanderer NXT. I did. Drifter NXT. Yeah, you guys just keep I'm going. I'm the only one without a computer in front of me, so. Just keep going. We had a cool coffee. Elias cup. Sampson. Elias Listen. Sampson, Thank which is kind God. of a cool name. I kind of like it. Yeah, I agree. That's not necessarily the name he's working with, though, oh. is it? Uh, true. It that is the name. Yeah. Does it, what's his Twitter handle? It's a, that. That's his Is it at WWE that? Yes. That's his name then. WWE Sampson. They could they could rebrand could change, him so. really yeah, easily. That's why I don't say for sure. But yeah. right now that would be his working name, like yep. that Aaliyah girl or whatever. I like that name. By what the way, what did they that call her, her beforehand? Noof. Like, Noof. Noof. Yeah. The, just so funny with like, the narrator voice. How will today work out for Noof? The narrator voice. You don't know who that is. No. What? You don't know who the narrator is. What? Maybe not. I don't know. Who's the narrator? I don't know. Has he uh, even been know, in anything I, else? He's yeah. some little actor. Yeah, I don't even remember his Canadian, name. Will, William. Uh, oh, he was in some space. Oh. Yeah. Bill. He was in some space. I think show. He was in Star Wars or something. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not recognize William Shatner? I don't know. Voice? I just didn't recognize it. Tonight on NXT. He doesn't sound like that <laughs> on the thing. That'd be so funny. It though. would be. Until next week. It's the, the next stars generation. are watching. <laughs> Wrestler's <laughs> log, star date. 
Okay, that's enough. Let's do uh, let's do the Monday Night Raws. Now get the cards, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a The Console Energy Center in Pittsburgh, the Berg. Pennsylvania. The Berg. I love the Console Energy Center. Such a nice looking arena. I couldn't tell you what it looks like off the top um, of my head. You ever watch 24-7 with Pens vs. Caps? Yes. I watched some of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just it sticks out in my head because of that documentary. Hmm. Um, There was a penguin at one point in this. Yeah. Uh, in a backstage promo of some sort. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns. That was right. It was Reigns. Yeah. When he was hanging out with his friendos. They used um, to play in Mellon Arena, which I remember back before the new one was built that they would put that one was right up with Edmonton as like, this is the shittiest arena any hockey team's ever was, been they in. They called that the old iceberg or whatever. Uh, it, it was called John Mellon Claude, Arena. John Claude Van Damme has a movie in that arena. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Sudden Death, I think it's called. And it's about like hmm. there's a gunman at a hockey game. Jesus, it's a good I film. Know, like, Check it out. <laughs> movie existed. It's really right. good. Uh, show begins with the new day. They get their usual uh, hometown sports making fun of heat that they mm-hmm. get every week. Biggie even takes out a terrible towel and uh, wipes himself down. Tries to wipe his uh, junk, but they would not let him. They nope. they decided like, that, that was too far. That's a step too far, Biggie. You can't be doing that. Uh, they introduce Sheamus. He comes out, brags about his victory at Survivor Series and how Roman Reigns was champ for only five minutes and 15 seconds. Thus, Sheamus 515 says, I just kicked your arse. That's fucking dumb. And the I fact like, that... Like, it, you don't know it, Brando? What's that? You don't like it? No, Sheamus what 515. What year is it? Why, like... I get that it ties in with the map, but fuck, that's so dumb. It feels real desperate. Ha- hasn't so Seamus always had things about time? Like, oh, I beat Daniel Bryan in like 30 True. seconds that or some shit. That did make me think of that, too. Like, isn't that always been kind of his shtick of when he and gets like, a you title? Can, that, that's fine. You can make fun of him for being losing in five minutes and 15. But don't do the Seamus 515 thing. I hated this. Mm. And I knew that they were going to ram it down our throat. You and knew it was we'll going to be a T-shirt. To do that. Oh yeah! I didn't think it would be a T-shirt later in the night. Well, that's but true. I knew it was going to be a T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seamus poses, celebrates, complete uh, with confetti, and then Reigns appears behind him, hits him with a Superman punch, takes the belt, and leaves. I got lots to say about this. Okay. Okay. Shoutouts to New Day. Yeah, okay. they, were, they were good. They shout out he's to gonna, birthdays. He's, he's going to say the exact same thing as a positive that I would say as a negative. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, but it's only because it crosses over into my like other interest worlds. Yeah, we're like that's cool. Way too far. I like the birthday thing where they just give a little nod to Naomi because it was, was her fine. birthday, yep. and they yeah. hang out a lot backstage. So if you're a hardcore WWE fan where you watch like vines and stuff of them or follow their Instagram, sure. you know they hang out. That's cool. The Dragon Ball Z Let's Fuse Sheamus thing was fucking hilarious with Kofi and Xavier. Yep, of doing the arms and then having the mics. Um, Shoutouts to Evo and Final Round. And shout-outs to E-Honda. That's awesome. Uh, but that's not topical of wrestling at all. No. Like, I, that's that's really... That's my shit, though. Right, I know. And that it is, like, I knew every one of those references when he made it, and I was like, why is he going so hard at this right it's, now? It seems like, 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 and I think all it comes down to is Vince sees that he is a big video game fan and knows what he's talking about. And is like, capitalize on it. Do, do as much as you can. 
yeah. bring in those fans they want to watch, but you're alienating everyone else who doesn't. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, even I, I understood most of it, but even for me, a lot of that was over my head just because yeah. I'm not like fighting games. That's yeah. not my thing, right? No. I know who they are, but I also don't like if you were to tell me to point to an E Honda like picture, I wouldn't know who he is. I right. know the name. I but- play E Honda. No, I don't fuck no one. No, fuck you, Scotty. <laughs> fuck you. Straight is, he, up. is he the sumo guy? Is yeah, that he's the yes. sumo guy. Okay, so I would have got that right. But. Uh, you know what's funny, though? He's a yo boy. Him saying <laughs> shoutouts to Final Round in Atlanta. The guy who runs uh, Final Round, uh, his handle's name is Big E. And it's oh, this really? huge black dude. So that's kind of fun. But yeah, I can get why you guys wouldn't yeah. like that. And I didn't, like, obviously, it's like catered to me. I was like, oh. He's doing video games mm. and Dragon Ball Z, which I grew up with that show. But it's just like, hey, it's probably a little much. And you know it was a lot at once. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, if it was one of the things, you'd be like, okay. But the fact that there's so much random stuff in this. It- the Dragon Ball Z thing would have gone directly over my head had it not been for uh, host of the Talking Reckless podcast, Matt Ede, wearing that panda the TV, shirt yeah. where I asked him, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, and he's like, great. well, That's and then shows me a video about the, the fusion, fusion yeah. and the I would not have known about that if it wasn't for that. So yeah. I, I think it's it's risky yeah. to do as much as they do, like one or once or twice here or there, like mm. when he played the the final or was it yeah. Final Fantasy theme. Yeah, if you do that shit occasionally, sure. Whatever. But not four references in one ten five ten minute promo. At least the like the fighting game thing, because as you're saying, like Vince or WWE sees him as like, hey, go do your video game projects. We're gonna send you to events with 2K or whatnot. Sure. He's appeared on Cross Counter, which is just a fighting game channel, but he's appeared on a bunch of videos there, so they've had to okay him to be in those. Because the way that they like, hey, this is WWE superstar sure. Xavier yeah. Woods or whatever. So well, and you're probably right. It's probably Vince is probably like letting him go out there and do that thing. He's like, good, he'll bring the people in. Yeah. Or it's like, I wonder if Vince McMahon like earlier in the day was like, I saw you beat Miz at Street Fighter Two, <laughs> fucking body bagged him. I just like, and we picture Vince doing a lot of shit when we watch it's Raw. True. I it's, love our version of Vince, and it, you can just imagine him hearing like the words E Honda and yeah. Evo and All Final Round, said. and him just being like, I don't know what this is, but it's God, probably gold. Goddamn millennials and <laughs> slangs. Tournaments, I, and you know what? Our version of Vince McMahon, I don't think it's that far off no. of the real thing. No, it's pretty close. To be totally honest. Like what yeah. I wouldn't give to be in uh, the war room, yeah, in gorilla position with Vince McMahon when him. he's just like a little pissed off <laughs> and he's just like stupid, stupid, or like reacting Stop to talking about shit. That. Like imagine the Brad Maddox moment with him just live there. Yeah, yeah, his jaw dropping. Yeah, he's like, he's did done. he just say cocky pricks? Oh, you don't say cocky pricks in my building, damn what it! What is this? Nineteen ninety nine. I was reading a story. Uh, Luke Harper was on the talk. It's Jericho podcast recently, and he was telling a story. Uh, bitched about his IC title run a little bit, deservedly so. Yeah. It's not very long. Uh, said that the night he won the IC title, he came back feeling like I just had a great match. I got the title, top of the world, feeling really good. I think everyone in the back is going to be complimenting me. He goes into the back events is like. You didn't speak with a southern accent. And, like, just <laughs> reamed him out for it. <laughs> Is that your thing, even? Has he ever spoke with a southern accent? Apparently he did for a while, and then he thought that they were kind of done with that because he's like, oh, we wanted the Wyatts to kind of be, like, from all over the world. Like, like Bray's from the bayou, yeah. but his reach goes everywhere. And who knows where we're from? We never said, but we never had accents, right? And then he's like, oh, no. No, Vince really wants me to be a Southern dude. I don't remember that at all. So yeah, if you're like Luke Harper, I'd be like, he's a trucker, debatably on the sure. side. Yeah, is he from the South? No, he's just dirty. Well, 
Okay, uh, backstage, Reigns is talking to Dean Ambrose and the Usos with uh, Sheamus' title belt when Triple H and Stephanie walk in and demand Reigns return the belt. He starts handing it to Hunter, laughs, gives it to Stephanie instead, which gets a big ooh, ooh out of the crowd. Ooh, under who the pants. Uh, Hunter says he already spoke to Sheamus and he wants to put the title belt on the line tonight. And Stephanie adds that Sheamus must win in five minutes and 15 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. So that's the stipulation. We're getting a title match on Raw, but you're guaranteed to only have it be five minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds. So temper, that's what temper you have your to expectations. We're really pushing that 5-15 gimmick. Uh, Dolph Ziggler taking on Tyler Breeze in a rematch of Survivor Series. Is that what? Yeah, Survivor yep. Series is where they wrestled. Really yeah. good match. Breeze this was a really good match. Uh, Ziggler picks up the win uh, with a super kick, but it was a quick, fast pace, lots of close finishes with the mm, roll into the pin and the pin and the pin. I love that. Yeah. I love a quick match like that, this and these guys are great at it. significantly better than the Survivor Series match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They um, had one of the best ways to go to commercial, too, and to be like, oh, the momentum flipped, was Dolph Ziggler takes a nasty bump. I don't know if the bump is actually that nasty or if he just sells one? it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That, I was telling a commercial about that, about that. Genius. It was just a great way to go to commercial. Uh, keeps you interested. And, like... I was I had to rewatch the spot a couple times because like, does Ziggler like hit the post or does he just come really close and sell? I think he kind of wraps his elbow around it and then sells like his shoulder like yeah. Because I remember I was specifically talking to Warren about that spot when it happened, being like, "Fuck, how do you even sell that? That looks like it'd take your arm off." (laughs) That's like Goldberg. It's like when Goldberg would do it, you're like, "No, he's got to hit the post a lot." Yeah. Uh, So what? What are we going again with these guys? I think so. You got uh, a win each, and uh, I'm hoping their best stuff still to come. Yeah, I, I do a I'm gimmick match these see, guys, or I don't know if they need a gimmick match. Like, yeah, I don't. If think they so. have a big feud where it's like, oh, every other week on Raw, the other guy wins. Do a best two out of threes, but yeah. I don't want to see something where it's like, or hair versus hair. Although <laughs> oh, Ziggler with no hair would be weird. No, I don't want to. Both see Both of them with no hair would be yeah. yeah. So fuck, would that be like a match you could sell though? Like if you're be. gonna sell a hair versus hair match, those are two guys you put a, in it. I, Mania or nothing else. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Because that's going to be weird. That feels bigger than a title Breeze change. Is a side <laughs> backstabber. Yeah, yeah that's really oh. cool. You and need uh, you need a guy who can sell that for yeah, sure. Yeah, like that's Ziggler, a tough... perfect guy. Yeah, because Ziggler generally looks like he gets hurt on some spots, even though he's probably fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So when he's holding his shoulder, or whatever, you're like shit. But if that goes wrong with like, if he did that to r truth, I could see it going wrong or something like that. Uh, commentary team called the unprettier the unprettier yeah. here mm. as well. So that's a Seems good to be thing. the name they're going for. And he's Why? already had it reversed once. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Ziggler, how many super kicks did he go for and miss or get blocked? Yeah. Like four and then finally hits one. It's true. But I, I, why wouldn't you call it the unprettier? That's just oh, yeah. makes too, too much perfect. sense. Kill, too wasn't it once called the kill switch? It was called the unprettier Later. first. Yeah. And oh, then okay. he switched then it to the kill that? switch. Because yeah. I remember there came a point where I was playing like WWE with my brother one like one of the SmackDown vs. Raws. And I was like, oh, kill switch. And my brother's like, that's the unprettier. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, same yeah. move. Least successful. Success, right? <laughs> yeah, the least successful finisher of all time. Uh, we got Rusev as the guest on Ms. TV. And guess who's back, boys? Lana is Lana. back. Lana. Uh, they say uh, they they each say they never went all the way with Summer Rae and Dolph Ziggler, respectively. And uh, Ryback's music hits and says he heard a different story about oh, Ziggler. The Zigman told me differently. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. The Zigman. The Zigman. Um, I think it's funny when he calls him that. So we get a match out of these two right away. 
As a matter of fact, Matt, I remember. So we're like, okay, who do we go next with, with Rusev here? Right. Who's his next? He's coming back, a lot of momentum. You're hoping for a good feud. And Ryback's music hits, and we both instantly about said the same thing. We're like, oh, this is going to just be a barn burner of a feud yeah. between these two. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't excited. No. I like how the crowd reacted to the Lana, I didn't go all the way with mm. Ziggler. Yes, like, They were did. hard into the Yes, You Did chant. I, I, like, I was saying to Brando that it would have been funnier when Rusev said... Uh, I didn't go all the way with Summer if the fans would have chanted, no, you didn't. That would have been also <laughs> funny. But they were quick. This is a decent crowd, actually. Mm, I, yep. I thought they were pretty good for a This is one crowd. of the better Miz TV segments of the year. The Miz TV's been pretty shit in 2015. It's a low bar. True. We'll say that. It is a low bar. I just, I, I get that you want to bring Lana back, and this is a way to do it. I hope this is the last we ever hear about any of that other relationship right. bullshit yeah, like that if, happened over the summer. If Fucking... you felt a need to even half-ass, like, square this away, polish Sweep it off. Sweep it under the old carpet. Yeah. Done. I, 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 I can kind of respect that because there's a, just a laundry list of different angles where I was like, I can't believe they just dropped it and never said anything. Yeah. This, at least, they were like... Okay, I remember when this happened, and we're done that, and on to the next thing. And we're yep. moving forward. Yeah. So, this match is fucking terrible. It wasn't great. Uh, no. Ryback picks up the win when he knocks Rusev into the steel steps, which hit Lana in the leg, uh, and then Rusev tends to her and gets countered up. Mm. I swear that's going to be on Botchamania. I feel like there's a good second delay before Lana goes down in between the stairs getting hit. The way the angle was, too. Yeah, it didn't it even look weird. like she was anywhere near the yeah. steps. It's like, like, whoa! Like, it's yeah. a weird chain reaction. Yeah, it was weird. I thought that's. I always think that spot's stupid, even when like people do that spot as good as you can do it, where it's like, oh, I jumped over the stairs and then a guy came after me and I kicked the stairs at him. Like, I don't look like that would hurt that bad because the stairs barely move. I would yeah. rather them do what Big Show did to AJ Lee, like have Ryback just like r- sure. accidentally run Lana over or yeah. whatever with a like a shoulder block tackle or some shit. Uh, yeah, we did not get that, so uh, we'll continue with this feud. I think they're going to release Lana eventually, like in the spring, maybe. Really? Yeah, I'm with Boris on this one. With I, the with all the heat she know. has because of the TNT well, How much shit. heat could she have, though? She's back now, right? Like, that was the thing yeah. that everyone was saying. She's probably not going to come back now because she has all this heat, and then she's back. And she's back. I don't know. So I don't... I'm, I think she'll be I don't think around. she adds much. I think she added more as a heel than she did as a face. So I'm glad that she's back to being a heel. We'll it's see. Just, I guess. It'll be interesting to see if they can recapture that because what they That's had the before the turn was really good. Yep. And I don't know if you can undo that or yeah, redo that, right. I guess, would be the. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But you could be right. I guess. Like, is that the biggest know. flop of 2015 for WWE? Like the the whole You'll have failed to wait for our award show to find out, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like does the that whole angle got ruined? And it was like a four month thing. Yeah, and it wasn't even that good. <laughs> it was a no. yeah, it was a terribly booked angle. It was a terribly written angle, and then everyone involved in it got hurt. Hurt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which delayed it. All right. Um, Triple H talks to Dean Ambrose in his office, congratulates him on winning the triple threat match on SmackDown to earn an IC title match against Kevin Owens at TLC. Hey. That would have been something you might wanted to let the people know about last Monday on Raw so they could tune in, no? Because I had no idea this was even fucking happening. As a, on SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No th- clue. I'm, I'm pretty sure they did advertise it. Not to say that I would have watched, but okay, they did advertise it? I think it? so, because okay. I knew about it, and I don't know where I ever picked this up. I don't think I knew about it up. until it happened on the Tuesday. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Might have been on Twitter. Maybe you saw Maybe it Maybe I saw it on Twitter. I don't Anyways. really follow any wrestling on Twitter. Um, so yeah, he is the number one contender, and we'll get a match against Kevin Owens at TLC. Uh, Hunter then says that if Reigns loses tonight, then Ambrose loses his shot, because Reigns needs to learn 
that his actions affect others. It's a good life lesson from Triple H here is what this was all about. It's all grow, growing up H. Um, well, you pause it and talk to your kids about that. Yeah. Like, and then... that you know, this applies to everyone, yeah. kids. <laughs> and see, when he pulls out the sledgehammer later and gives Roman a lesson, <laughs> that could be you, little Jimmy. Uh, the only downside to this stipulation is that I think maybe about five minutes after this, Brando and I were discussing, and I pretty much had this all completely figured out. I knew exactly what was going to happen in the main event in order to avoid this whole thing. So. In terms of avoiding the everyone losing yeah. their title shit? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, because at some point, it's like, you, I mean, you know Roman's probably not winning the title on Raw, and you also know they're not going to go and rebook all this fucking shit they just booked. Sure. So, But luckily, it wasn't the main event, which we thought it was at that point. Right. So it wasn't like a complete, like, okay, why the fuck am I still watching this? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, anyways. Uh, the Dudley boys come out. They've got four tables, one much larger than the rest, uh, and they all have the name of a Wyatt family member on it. In and tape. The, the big one was... Uh, For Braun. Yes, Brown Strawman. Brown Strawman. His name's Brown now, did you just say? <laughs> that's how you say his name. It's Brow Strawman. <laughs> well, Brow, that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Bubba calls out the Wyatts. They God appear. Godlike promo. Make their way towards, yeah, he's so good, so good. This is the first time the Dudleys I've really cared since they came back. Because mm. a lot of it I've been like, this is really watered down version of the Dudleys. This here was a good promo, which showed what Bubba can actually do. And even Devon looks good on the later promo, too. And with having the tables with the tapes on it, I am so into this program. Yeah, this was like all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's give them the baton. Like, yeah. we gave them nothing. We had them work matches and put guys over, and the matches were not very good. Let's give them some mic time. Let's give them some props. Let's give them some time. Yep. And go for it. Uh, Wyatt's appear, make their way to the ring. Uh, Bray is with them, but then the lights cut out, and he leaves, and it's just the three other big dudes. Uh, Dudley's announced that they also have a family member of their own, and Brando and, and I are, we are ready jumping to go up nuts. and down. It's Spike Dudley. They're finally doing it. Oh, my God. No, Tommy Dreamer. But that was still pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah. That was a good surprise. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did not know that was going to happen. The only thing that was weak was whatever music plays, and Michael goes, oh, no. Oh, no, not him. And it's like, this is not Man in the Box, Tommy Dreamer's music that everyone knows. I thought it was. No. I thought it was the real one. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, that's right. He used Man in the Box. Yeah. This is some song I've never heard before. Which is weird because he had a generic uh, WWE theme in his first That was first like kind of like sounded like Man in the Box where it goes like dun, 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 or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, do you think that's not what Madden in the Box sounds like? That's all right. It was a good effort. I know. Um, I did my best. It was funny because we were hoping Spike Dudley and then it wasn't Spike Dudley. And then I was kind of like, do we even know if Spike Dudley like wrestles anymore? No, like, I don't think he does. Yeah, I was, I was like, maybe he's in terrible shape. I, I don't was know. talking to a friend of the show, Mark Michaud, about this a couple days ago. Oh. And he thought Spike Dudley was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Michaud thought Spike was dead. He's <laughs> totally a ripoff of the M. I never noticed that. Vince doesn't want to pay Pearl Jam. Vince... <laughs> Alice in Chains. Oh, it's out. Oh, fuck. That's all right. Uh, yeah, okay. Whatever. I Good totally thought sucks. that it was his uh, real one, but you're right. It wasn't. Yeah. So it was just funny when Michael Cole goes, oh, no, not him. And it's like, this is not oh, really? Because I have no idea who's coming out right now. Uh, he's wearing a House of Hardcore shirt, though. You notice that? Yeah. He also has House of Hardcore, that H logo on his tights. Mm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah no. I think Tommy's like, hey, bring me in. Can I get my own little like side I, promotion over? One condition. <laughs> Yeah. Um, he comes out with a trash can filled with weapons. They fight off the Wyatts, and this eventually leads to a uh, proper six-man tag. 
which was kind of short, actually. The Whites kind of beat the hell out of the Dudleys and Dreamer. Uh, Bray then mocks the Get the Tables chant, but Bubba manages to rally and shove Bray off the apron through a table outside of the ring, and they scamper off. And It was probably good that this became a DQ finish. Like It's like the way they the commentary sold it was like, oh, the refs lost control of this match. He's just calling for the bell, mm. which is probably better because having Tommy Dreamer there and whatnot, you kind of want to see all the kendo stick garbage can gimmicks come into play. Sure. More or less. But, I mean, do you feel like the the payoff of seeing Bray go through the table now is already there? And, it's like, like some people are like, well, I saw Bray go through the table. No, I think this is the most logical way to set, set up a TL or a tables match. Yeah, because now they're You want to have someone go through the table. Now they're one for one, right? Like, yeah. on SmackDown, they took them. I also don't think Bray's going to be in the actual match when it happens. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. three on three. So yeah. I don't yeah. think that's now. that's really giving anything away. Do you think because... Tommy Dreamer's going to be there till TLC? Uh, I think he's going to work TLC. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's I don't working know. SmackDown this week. Right. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think they needed a guy for uh, six man. Should have been Spike. <laughs> well, yeah. Or Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam would have been really that good. Been kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. At least Rob Van Dam, if his music hit and they people said, "Oh know. no, it's Rob Van Dam," people would go, "Oh shit!" Actually, Not- I totally and I've been telling Warren, I was like, "I'm pretty ready for Rob Van Dam to come back." Pretty in, ready with all these injuries and shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would have been a good spot to do it. Now, as soon as Scotty said that, I was like, oh, Rob Van Dam would have yeah. been so much better than Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> and Dreamer, like, Dreamer's cool. I like yeah. Dreamer a lot, but, yeah. like. Yeah, Rob Van Dam still has that credible, like, oh, you're an ECW guy who's still, like, ready to go. Mm. Whereas Tommy Dreamer was like, like well, you, it's nice of you to roll off the couch and come join Tommy us. Tommy Dreamer <laughs> wrestles every week. I know, but, man, did he look big here. Yeah. Yeah, a Tommy Dreamer's a, a little yeah. bit of a chunkster. He's earned it, though. He doesn't need sure. to work out yeah. anymore. Yeah. And he 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 comes from a time in wrestling where you can still sell yourself as being like, oh, it's fucking Tommy Dreamer, even if you're out of shape. Yep. Like yeah. if you if you showed up to a thing and saw Daniel Bryan looking like that, you'd be like, oh, this is depressing. But Tommy of, Dreamer is just like, hey, ECW, Tommy, who cares if Tommy like, Dreamer's fat? It's like if Sandman rolled in off the like concourse with a beard, they'd be like, yeah. it's Sandman. You'd yeah. be like, look at him, he's got a beard. It's who all even that fucking cares? He's from the Carney days. He's supposed <laughs> to be fat. <laughs> Uh, let me run a scenario past you boys, see what you think about it. All right, buckle up, Scotty. Tables yeah. match, yep. TLC, Dudley's lose in their own match. Okay. Um, the Tommy Dreamer thing kind of throws a, a chink in the chain, but uh, you have them turn on each other. They they do the split because they lost their own match. They've been bested since they came in. Nothing has really worked for them. And then you kind of have them go into a program with each other. Devon versus Bubba Ray. We talked about how good Bubba Ray's promo was here yeah. and how he's kind of not being used to his full potential based on what we saw him do in TNA. TNA. Yeah. I think there's room for it. At this point, there is. And I think that's the perfect way to do it. They lose at their own match, and that's what sets them off on each other. It's interesting just because the tag div- team division is already so weak. Yeah. That you split them up, and it's just like, oh, we're running out of tag right, teams. I don't think that they're ever... I don't think they had plans to give them the titles. Again. I think that is in the cards. I think they. I, think, I don't I think, think it is 10, anymore. I think ten. I think the Usos are next. I think a month ago, I thought the Dudleys were going to get the belts. Now I don't. I think they will. I think they're going to be heels, and I think they're going to win the belts. Ooh, a heel turn. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do? Just hypothetically, how would you do Dudleys as heel nowadays? Because uh, they're not as good of workers as everyone else, so people naturally will want to hate them. I don't know, man. There's that thing about being attitude era guys. Nostalgia is tough to work. That's like they were like the New Age Outlaws are the heels in this program. They were great heels. They weren't the heels against the Road Scholars. 
I no, I remember them getting like crazy yeah, heat when they, they flipped. Heat too. But they get like a good reaction heat. But that was too. also because they were aligned with the authority, so they were right. kind of the corporate well, there you guys go. too. Yeah, so no you one. could do that, maybe. Or maybe yeah. Dudleyville is the <laughs> fifth nation in the League oh, of Nations. I'd rather have a Dudleyville flag than a Mex America flag. <laughs> Dudleyville doesn't even have a flag. Maybe. They just fucking wave around Stuff. a broken table. <laughs> <laughs> I like how uh, Strauman yeah. uh, choked out Tommy Dreamer, but then Tommy Dreamer was okay and on the ramp at the end. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't out too He could have sold that a little bit better, but whatever. It's <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Devon's well, got some uh, sniffing salt in his tights. He yeah. just woke him up, and off we go. Okay. What? Uh, is that a real thing? No, that was all a joke, Scotty. Yeah, okay. sniffing salt is real. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what is, yes, what's it made of? I don't it's oh. like it's, oh, it's like what, super like the scented like, salt. Like if you it comes s- anywhere near you, it fucking oh, it just like instantly. you snap it, and all the chemical smell fills your nostrils, and then you're like. <laughs> hockey players use it to pump themselves up to get themselves focused. You never uh, seen a hockey player going like this on the bench? Oh, I thought they just I nose. thought they're just packing their dip. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Danny Heatley over here, uh, just boxers. Pack. It's used in boxing to wake them up if they get knocked out. Oh, okay. Or so in like UFC, UFC same sort of thing. Kind of makes okay. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Yep. Okay, uh, six man. T- no, we talked about that. Alberto Del Rio taking on Goldust in a really quick match as well. It's a good thing Goldust is back to help out, right, guys? Because mm-hmm. uh, Del Rio the load. wins that match, uh, and afterwards he locks in the cross arm breaker until <laughs> Jack Swagger runs out and chases him off. Jack Swagger's America. America, we the people. That that chant is still very over. It's oh, super over still. I love Jack Swagger way more than I have any business. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Is it like? <laughs> it's one of those things where. Now that I don't really like the where the Mex America thing, I'm already kind of bored of Alberto Del Rio because I just think that Coulter and him don't work very well together. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm pulling for Swagger here. That's not going to be good in the picks at all, ever, no nope. pay-per-view. <laughs> no. Nope. But it's like, I'm rooting for you, Swagger. I want Swagger to do something. Me too. I, I don't know what it is. I've always let, except for when he made that brief return as a heel uh, with Zeb Coulter, and they had the terrible, like, Mexico... Versus America gimmick, which I was like, oh God, the Americans, a lot of Americans believe what Zeb Coulter is saying. This isn't funny. Um, I've really liked Swagger. I just, it, it bothers me that he works a program with Alberto Del Rio, goes away for almost a year. Del Rio comes back and now he's got another program. Like it's just it's yeah, Del working, Rio or bust for he was Jack Swagger. On TV, because he was working like superstars yeah. or dark matches. Sure. But aside from that, yeah, it's like, uh, Del Rio's back. Uh, do your John Laurinaitis voice. Go, oh, Del Rio's back. We better call Swagger. Can't do it on cue. Oh, <laughs> so good, though. Yeah, I think he, he, I agree with you where it's weird that he's like, oh, he just disappears and then shows up whenever Del Rio's coming back. But I think it's because he is not a TV caliber guy. Hey, uh, what's Swagger doing? Uh, better give him a call. Yeah, I don't know. He's not a TV caliber guy, and he, uh, but this makes too much sense not to have him, right? Like, there's a pre existing history. How is he not TV caliber? Like, he's a well, good guy. He's wrestler. not, exactly. He's not. They don't believe him to be TV yeah, caliber, okay. I should say. And, and creative TV-wise has nothing for exactly. him. Exactly. But I understand the bi- the thing he does best is the all-American good boy. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma. Yeah. So and They don't have anybody else that really does that gimmick right now. Yeah. Right. If you need Other a, than John Cena. Yes. So if you, if you need a guy to go out there and be like, we just need you to be the face of America in any feud Mark against Henry. America. Mark yeah. Or Mark Henry rocking the good old U.S. <laughs> and Big Show when he feels like it. Yeah, every now and then he'll do it. 
Okay. Oh, for, remember when it was Poor Rusev? Goldust got the shit kicked out of him. Remember when it was Rusev just against every single guy who would just decide to be oh, the yeah. new flag bearer yeah, for I, America? I'm really pay- feeling overly patriotic this Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Better go after Rusev. <laughs> Ryback uh, was donning the stars and bars there true. for a bit. Yep. Okay, uh, Charlotte and Becky Lynch are backstage. Becky asks what Charlotte thinks about a match between the two of them tonight. Not for the title, she remarks as well. Uh, Charlotte hesitates, but Becky says she just wants to show the world what she's made of. Charlotte worries that Paige has gotten into Becky's head, but she agrees on the condition that Ric Flair, who's, by the way, in town, just a little drop in there. Yeah. Ric's in town. Uh, he's, he, can come to ringside He's closer than you think. Right. So. It was like... Oh, is it okay if my dad's there? Insert Ric Flair stage right. Yeah. She woos and they both woo and that's... Rick starts slapping his arm. I'm legitimately in love with Becky Lynch. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Are you hey? excited yep. for when you marry her and that there's no name yes, changing? That's, I think like, that's half the appeal. Although mm. it'll be weird when people like, you're invited to Brandon Lynch and Becky Lynch's wedding. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, look at this inbred motherfuckers. <laughs> there's legitimately uh, people... I, there's someone I work with. Who is marrying someone with the same last name as her? Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Oh. Guess it happens. Yep. Or, or is it incest? Uh, one of the two. Okay. Could go either way. Mm-hmm. We'll find out when they have kids. <laughs> uh, the Lucha Dragons and the Usos fight to a double disqualification in a number one contenders match after the New Day, who was on commentary, interfere in the match. And then uh, Biggie gets on the mic and says, No one won the match. So they will therefore defend their titles at TLC against no one. For people who pride themselves in intelligence, this was really dumb because this has never been how wrestling worked. True. Be like, don't interfere. They're about to fight both of them. Warren called them fighting both of them before the match even started. (laughs) Yep, Yep. it's true. I was on my game today on my predictions with this episode. New Day was roasting Michael Cole on commentary. They talked for three minutes straight, and I swear that that was a thing. Again, Vince backstage just being like, these guys are great. Just let them go. Michael, JBL, Byron, shut the hell up. Let these guys talk. Yeah, or just like. And they're doing their weird talking oh, voices. What a maneuver. Like, yeah. Uh, he's doing his they white were killing voice. me. Yeah. They were funny. I and liked it. <laughs> we were talking about, again, Vince. Always goes back to Vince. Uh, just being on the mic and laughing his yeah. ass off ah! and all this stuff. Yeah. Ah! I don't even get that one. I just say what Michael. a maneuver. Ah! <laughs> Got me good, those new day. He's your daddy, Michael. I'm your daddy and your uncle. Vince is just like, yeah, Michael, they're your daddy. Take it. Who's, he's your uncle, Michael. And then Michael will like, open his mouth to say something. Vince will be like, shut up. No, and- no, no. <laughs> I bet you when they were saying maneuver, Vince was fucking losing it in the back. Ah, they said maneuver. Uh, they were really good on commentary, though. I will say that. Um, Unsurprisingly. So we go backstage. We have the two teams, the Usos and the Lucha Dragons, complaining to Stephanie McMahon, who knows they want a triple threat match for the titles in two weeks at TLC. She agrees, puts the Lucha Dragons in. She does the same for the Usos, but only if Reigns can beat Sheamus tonight in less than five minutes and 15 seconds. So if you didn't already predict what was going to happen based on the last, if Reigns wins, Ambrose wins, then now you know for sure. Or you really think Reigns is going to win and everyone's going to get their title shots. I don't know. I think the I title's flipping on TV, boys. Come on. <laughs> I know. Well, and I totally think that kind of now, but it was definitely like so I gotta watch you never, week. you never, you never think that. Yeah. You never think they're gonna flip. Like whenever they're being like, well, if this happens, which is why when they do it, it makes that much more of an impact. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. We watch every single shitty RAW, <laughs> so at least when there's a good one, we know, we know. about it. <laughs> we know when the quality's better. Uh, Sasha Banks 
is taking on Brie Bella because of Twitter. That's that's, that's literally how, how this start. started. They, yeah. She Sasha Banks made fun of Nikki being injured, and Brie is taking her on now. Also, Alicia Fox is back to long hair. Remember when they made that big that? deal about, oh, she shaved her head. Just come click the link to see Alicia Fox's new look. No, no, she's out there wearing fake. a full weave with the long hair. Oh, yeah, everything. I was going to say, either hair extensions or a weave implant or whatever. Yeah. Or the picture was fake. Or Yeah, it was fake. It was, I don't know how you faked that picture, but maybe, shopped. I guess. Oh, Warren, they've that's, faked that's way harder point. shit than that. Uh, have you seen when they had Undertaker with lightning? Have you ever Pretty gone? Have you ever gone through www.com and seen the guess which matches didn't happen? That's true. They all look pretty real. They got some good they photoshopping. They all look skills. like they happened. Uh, Sasha Banks defeats Brie Bella with the bank statement after a distraction from Team BAD. At least their team hasn't broken up at all. Nope, and like, I like that. Bellas are hurting for people. I think Tamina should get the hell out of there, but. But they're doing good, like their little box promo they did with like joking about the word unity or whatever was kind of okay. Unity! We were joking about that, how funny it would be to have Sasha and Naomi go, unity! And Tamina to be like a second behind and be like, unity! I think that those three are genuinely having fun. And at this point, creative is leaving them alone and not being like, oh, should we break your team up? Like. With them right now, it's like, don't fuck with what's not broken. I think, and you let slow burn for Sasha Banks. Let that build. Yeah. They want to see her. They want to see more of her. They want to see her in the title. Let it be a slow burn. Let yeah. this, it seems like they have flipped uh, Brie Bella to be a face is what I got out of this anyways. The so Bellas are always some sort of a promo here for the next little bit. Yeah. And then you'll, once Charlotte's freed up, then maybe you do that match. And I think it's going to be good. I think that, that, that should be your... Probably Mania match is going to be Sasha and Charlotte. That's good because considering that was the best NXT matches I think we've seen. I agree. I think they can do big things. So hopefully they can uh, repeat that. But um, oh, Charlotte Flair was also your res- female wrestler of the year last year. That's right. She was. Ours was Paige and AJ. Which one was mine? AJ. Well, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay, uh, Reigns. So this is the, that match that we thought was going to be a main event is actually the start of the third hour. Reigns wins the match by disqualification when King Barrett, Rusev, and Alberto Del Rio interfere as the clock winds down before the 5.15 mark. Therefore, Reigns wins the match, so everyone still gets to do their matches, but he doesn't get the title. Right. Oh, the only possible okay. way this could have ever ended. That's the I get only how that way. Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant by predictable, yeah. is that I knew that they were all going to continue to get their title shots. Yeah. And that was how it was going to Okay, be. because the DQ finish came within the clock. Okay. Whereas if Sheamus would have just attacked, or uh, with uh, Alberto and these other guys would have attacked Sheamus, then they really would have screwed them, but no. That's no. never been how wrestling's worked. It should. It, it should really be. should. Well, you could just, I don't know why you don't just send a guy out every fucking match, really, at that point. True. Hey, stable, you want to just beat the shit out of me, like, yeah. five <laughs> minutes in? Just hit me once real quick. No. Quick tag on the on the side of the head here. Uh, okay, so they come and interfere. Champ grabs a microphone, introduces us to the League of Nations. Not bum, quite bum, the bum. United Kingdom, but this makes more sense because Alberto Kingdom Del Rio is in no it. makes no sense, Warren. If, well, with, if Alberto Del Rio wasn't in it, it would make a lot of sense. If Neville was there instead of ADR. Yeah, but still, the United Kingdom is a real place. <laughs> yeah. In the UK. With all no, these guys the UK are from. is the United Kingdom. Yeah. So it would be like three people from Canada and being like, we are Canada. WCW did that. Yeah. 
That, that's stupid. The Un-Americans. Well, that okay. That's the Un-Americans. That's a good name. I think the United. No, Kingdom Un-Americans is, great. is a fucking okay. dumb name. That's as bad as Mex America. That's at least a different name. That's not being like we're three people from this League country of and our is a name cool is called. Name. I like the it's League of Nations. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it either. But um, I like the United- Rusev's not even from the United Kingdom. <laughs> uh, that's true. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> they should have been the Europe Connection. No, League of Nations is fine. League okay. of Nations is a lot better than that. Uh, as they celebrate, Ambrose and the Usos hit the ring and chase off the uh, league, and that's the end of this segment, setting up the uh, tag match for the end, which I don't think was really a big surprise to anyone. Mexico's not even in Europe. That's what I said, without Del Rio. No, his, for his oh. Europe connection. Yeah, there you go. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. work either. Yeah. So. Good. Uh, Charlotte defeats Becky Lynch. Uh, Exports when she are us. With the Toys R Us are. an ankle injury. And when Becky shows some concern for her friend, Ric Flair hops up on the apron to cause the distraction. Charlotte then uh, does a kip up, rolls Becky up for the win. Paige was on commentary, uh, was begging for Ric Flair to go away since the beginning of the match. I was uh, a little confused by this when it happened, but in hindsight, I actually thought this was a one of the better booked things mm-hmm. on the show. Because it shows kind of like, oh, maybe Charlotte's... Uh... A little heelish. Yeah. There's going to be like some character development here. She's going to end up a little like her old man. Dirty's playing the game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, plus, my girl Becky Lynch got screwed. Mm-hmm. Tugged at my heartstrings. So they got me. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate this. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I thought this and the Dudley Boys thing were the best book things of the night. Yeah. Yep. On a this week This is Raw. good, especially with the, the backstage segment afterwards of Becky being like, what the hell was that? You just cheated. And she's like, yeah, but... I won, so. Yeah, well, and Charlotte, like, she pretty much said that she wasn't cheating. She says, uh, it was just good strategy. But then uh, Becky says, uh, it's good that we're still friends. You're still my girl, though, Bex. Yeah, and then Paige walks in and tells Becky she's sorry about the match, but hey, at least your friendship is still intact. I don't know where this is going. Probably a triple threat? Does Paige get another shot? I mean, she lost. Oh, no, she didn't lose. No, she was under the rope. Right, and then they did the double count-out last week. So Paige technically, still, that's why she's on commentary. She should still get a spot or a shot. So Team PCB, all fighting for the title. That's what we're thinking. It makes sense. They're sure. the best team of the three. Sure. In terms of talent. wonder what kind okay. of gambits Ric Flair will have planned for the pay-per-view. <laughs> what kind of hoodwinks. Yes. All of his wives will come out and aid everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just out turning at every option. Gonna, gonna help Charlotte. Nope, nope, screwed her over. And then this one actually helps. And then the other one turns on that one that helped. And is it some bad attitude that I really era? See Paige's mom or dad Whoa, okay. show up on. They both wrestle in the UK All and right. in the states a little bit too. They're both indie wrestlers. I'd like to see like one of her parents show up just to be like, "We got your back," or make some kind of angle out of it. Good luck, Paige, dear. That's what British old ladies sound like. <laughs> Paige, would you like your crumpets? <laughs> All right, now you're just being a racist. <laughs> that was too far. The break. race of the Brits. Good. Oh, Paige, your favorite Liverpool team is on, <laughs> on the telly. On the telly. I do not want to see that. I don't want to see anybody's dad being anywhere. Ric Flair. I I can just be go gone. with not seeing Ric Flair yeah. as well. And I know everyone's like, oh, but I love Ric Flair or whatever. Well, he's, he's fun to watch. From he time to time. He a lot of energy, yeah. That's fine. Let him do his what he was doing. I feel like hey, I'm Rick, who do you pick in this match? I'm going to have to go with John Cena. Woo, that's it. That's I, I fine. I feel like it's so overexposed seeing Rick all the time. 
Bring back Hogan. Yeah. It's just insane. <laughs> it's 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 insane to just think of like what are they what do they want? Like are they are they holding on to Ric Flair because they think that the generation who watched him is gone and they're trying to bring him back? Mm. Or are they trying to keep the generation because they think the generation who still watches wants to see Ric Flair? Like I it fascinates me to see where their heads at in terms of bringing back yeah. these attitude guys because they're literally like what do we do? What do we ratings are low? Bring back someone from the attitude era. Well, I think with him it, it's Partially to get Charlotte over too, right? Yeah, yeah. The lineage mm. of her being the daughter of the 16-time world champ. Like it helped get Natty over a lot with the Hart Foundation there for a bit when they were running with that. When yeah. Brett was there all the time. In the long run, though, <laughs> what did that do for her? What's she doing these days? Uh Which is a shame, but who knows? Hopefully, Charlotte doesn't. Natty's outside that. of the Divas Revolution picture. Okay, uh, now we get to see this weird video of Adam Rose making fun of Rusev, Lana, Summer Rae, Dolph Ziggler, and Tyler Breeze in kind of a like TMZ style gimmick. Adam Rose is the dirt. Was it the rose bush or something like that? Oh, was it called the rose? Why did I call it the dirt then? I don't know. Or maybe he said he He was dishing the dirt? Yeah, that that was his title. Okay, but it's called the rose bush? The segment was dumb. It wasn't great. It was okay. It was different. Would you rather have this or a Miz TV? I would rather have. No Adam Rose. So you're saying that they so should have cut Adam me, Rose. So not if you're asking me if I would rather had this or a commercial that I would have fast forward through, commercial. <laughs> How come Brad Maddox didn't get his own little TV show? Yeah, that's right. These the Madhouse with Brad Maddox. They're probably on. That'd uh, been good. Pissed off Emos. Yeah, these guys. But nope, nope. Brad had to go ruin it by calling people pricks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maddox. Stardust is backstage when uh, Titus O'Neil walks in. Stardust hisses at him. Titus hits him, knocks him over, and says happy holidays and then barks. He keeps finding his way into, like, the galactic realm. Uh, yeah, how does he keep he walking through these cosmic portals? The Ascension couldn't even find their way in there, but Titus is... Yeah. He probably just knows where the door is, and he's just chuckling. He's like... <laughs> I mean, Titus is not a god, right? That's true. So maybe he's just I guess I up there anyways Yeah, <laughs> in the galactic regions. That'd be kind of cool if Titus's gimmick was like, oh, I'm Titus O'Neil, like the constellation. Yeah. They like made him in the stars <laughs> or some shit, posing. That would be kind of funny. He kind of needs a refresher. But with like in the pose of <laughs> yeah, his yeah. little arms it's up, like, ura, ura thing. Ura, ura. <laughs> I, of course, did the Hugo pose. Uh, good. All right. Main event, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and the Usos taking on the League of Nations. League of Nations versus Roman and Friends. And then the New Day comes out and says the Authority has now made this a seven-on-four match. They also said that they were going to join the League of Nations, but I don't know if that's that's a a full-time thing. thing. I think that was just for tonight. They might have meant join the League of Nations in this tag match. It might have been what they meant. Um, Jimmy Uso gets hurt during the match, so now it's a seven-on-three contest. Gimmick hurt, of course, not actually hurt. Uh, The match breaks down into chaos, and Sheamus pins Ambrose following a brogue kick, and the heels beat down the faces and stand tall as the show goes off the air. Uh, I thought it was uh, the right decision to kind of debut these guys in a four-on-four setting. Yep. Uh, and I thought adding a New Day to it was kind of dumb. Yeah, I did not need New Day to like, be here. Yeah, I didn't feel like it added anything. It I took away like, from League of Nations making a huge impact on exactly. the first night. They should have won that match four-on-four. Yeah, versus seven-on-four and then seven-on-three or whatever. But also, I mean, at the end of the day, they're heels. So if they cheat to win, that's not the worst no, thing. No, I know. And it's not really about the cheating but, to win thing. It's just like... This is your thing is going to be League of Nations. Why are you putting these guys in something and they've already been in two segments in the show? It should have just been a four on four win. I thought, yeah, four on four win, like whether it was clean or dirty, would have looked way better for 
oh my god, look at this impact Sheamus and his new group has made. Yeah. Yeah, and plus seven on four is just like there's no time to get anything going. Like you could argue four on four, there's no time to get anything going because you're trying to rotate seven guys through. Uh, and yeah, I felt like this match wasn't good. And kind of the more I watched it, I was like, crazy that the New Day's in the main event segment, but why are they in this main event segment? They didn't need to be there. No, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's it's also kind of a little bit of pairing. Like, you know how they like to pair off in their big matches? Like, these guys are in it because these guys are in it. So the Usos and the New Day are going to be facing each other at some point. They should have had it been six on seven and put the Lucha Dragons in there. No, they sure. shouldn't have. They should have no, if they were going to keep adding shit, though, if you're like, oh, because the Usos are in there, funny. New They're Day like, has oh, to be in there. If you're adding more than so are we, fuck you guys. Then it's oh, just like here comes 18 Devil on 18. 18. <laughs> seven versus seven. It's a 14-man match. Uh, studs and duds. Who you got? Who wants to go first? Scotty always goes first. He's I got him go on first. his little fucking sticky note sticky there. Notes. I got Xavier Woods. <laughs> Uh, for shouting out final round, Evo and E-Honda. Good shit. Mm-hmm. And Bubba. Bubba, I got two weeks in a row as a stud. Godlike promo. His in-ring stuff is looking good. I'm more interested in the Dudley Boys than I have been in a couple weeks. Dudley Boys. Yeah, I had the Dudley Boys for my studs, and I had the New Day's last thing for my dud. Even um, though I actually liked what they did at the beginning Oh, of the I show. got Zeb Coulter as my dud. Let's get that out of the way. That's also my dud. Uh, my stud is also... Uh, the Dudley Boys, and I'm going to throw in Becky Lynch in there. This is the first time that she's really kind of impressed me and she's as adorable. far as me caring about her at all, so she and, gets a plus for that. And Warren wants to make sure he gets invited to that wedding. So. That too. I need to make sure that I'm there, mm-hmm. but I'm not MC. The Lynch wedding. Right. Just the, oh, you That's right. It's not the Lynch and Lynch wedding. Yeah. It's just the Lynch, Lynch wedding. The can wedding in, of Lynches. Can invite the whole Lynch mob. <laughs> Though you're going to like play to the that's fan. what I call my fans. Yeah, the Lynch, the Lynch uh, mob. If only you were were more into social media, Brando. No. Could easily get that being a thing. I monitor. I do not participate. Mm. It's true. That's all you need to do, right? Mm. Just, just be keep, the leader. Keep, yeah, keep fingers in all sorts of pies, but that's yep. it. Uh, okay, so because we're recording this on Wednesday, we don't have, or we have not watched NXT yet, so we'll do that next week. Game Storm's there. He won a match. That's right. This was his debut, right? From Scotty, we're going to go and watch the damn show. Why'd you have to spoil it for me? Because uh, I saw the super kick gif while I was here. Mm. Fair this was his debut, though, right? Uh, match-wise, I think so. Because I haven't seen him in the past couple weeks, so this. Must I've only there. seen when he's come out and beat people up randomly. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You saw that yeah. on Twitter from when they taped this, so this is his debut from when that got well, broke. I no, I think I think he's TV been on TV. Do a run out once. Oh. But I think this is his debut okay. match. Yeah, this is like his first entering competition, but I think he's been on TV once or twice before. I, now that you've said that, cannot remember if I saw him on real TV I or if so. I just saw I swear we'll stuff. doesn't really matter. We'll find out when we watch it. Um, the other thing I want to talk about that I forgot to talk about before, <gasps> did you guys see that Joey Ryan video that I retweeted from, from DDT? Today? Oh, my Japan? God, was that funny. Do you know much about that promotion? Their, their whole thing is about dramatic theater wrestling in Japan. Hmm. So they'll do, like, lots of their backstage brawl stuff will be like, we're fighting in a kitchen, and we'll use, like, big pots and pans, and then we'll do a punching spot, and then like when I go to punch you. comically big? Yep. Good. So when I go to punch you in the head, you're going to pull the free, uh, like, the top part of the freezer, I'm going to punch there, and then when I'm selling my <laughs> hand, you get your offense in. Nice. But, yes, please do tell us about the 
thing so, you saw with Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan's gimmick, if you're unfamiliar with it, which I believe Rando is unfamiliar with him. As I'm unfamiliar with many things. He had a stint in TNA, which is the only reason I know anything about him. Uh, he's kind of a sleaze bag, kind of a like ravishing, ravishing Rick Rude like, yeah. style. Legalized sleaze. Yeah, he's just a douchebag. Okay. So uh, I wouldn't. Okay. Maybe. He uh, the thing is, is so he's wrestling. I don't know who it was. Unless do you oh, know? I don't know who that Japanese guy is. So they <laughs> they're doing the kind of a work spot, and the Japanese guy grabs him by the dick, mm. like straight up hand on yep. the penis, right yep. on the dog. Grabs him, and uh, Ryan no sells it. And starts like hulking up a little bit and like flexes, and the guy starts selling as though they're doing a test of strength strength. between his hand and his penis. And he does that twice, and the guy keeps selling, and then he finally kind of does a twist, and the guy like does a flip bump, (laughs) and like it was uh, hilarious. Hilarious. You need to watch it. Matter of fact, I saw it on TV earlier on a sports network that is here uh, in Canada. They put that on there. It was on Tim and Sid's show. So I love Joey. Yeah, it was... Uh, He's a cornerstone of PWG. Pretty crazy. Okay, so we'll just go straight to the emails now because we've got nothing else to talk the about. The email, the email. we got ooh, lots, ooh, the email. lots of emails. Uh, Duncan is up first. He got mad at us for making fun of his uh, thing last week, too. I knew what it meant. I knew that he was trying to do Dean Ambrose. It just... Then why didn't you say that? I did! In, in the pod? Yes! Oh, I thought we all just sandbagged Duncan. No! I No, I... We, Yo, Duncan uh, got you. a platinum trophy on Until Dawn. I saw that today on PlayStation. That takes some time, yeah, and that doing, takes probably yeah, that takes probably more time to watching times. that game, all what's, those cinematics. What's a platinum trophy? Uh, it's That's like the hundred percent achievements. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't so know what it's called it on Xbox. Hundred percent achievements. 100%? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just completed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Completed. Uh, dear the mother Canuckers of the Sat Pod. Hey dudes, how are you doing today? With you got any problem with that, Scotty? No. Is that fine? fine? <laughs> that was Boris who didn't like it last week. Uh, I hope you're having some slobber knocker good weeks. I don't like that. Hopefully, no. Boris will be less of a <laughs> crustacean in my intro this week. Well, he's not here, so, so fuck. Boris we can suck him. it. Question time. Break Number one. Down. Do you guys like the random cameos by guys on the main roster and NXT? We see it happen in the Rumble, and we saw it on Raw with Tommy Dreamer, and NXT has James Storm and Rhino. Well, Rhino isn't really a cameo. He's been there for a while. And yeah, there's a lot of promos. matches now, yeah. He's pretty much part of the roster at this point. Um, I think James Storm will be there for a stint as well. I don't know whether he actually works a program with anyone, but he'll be there. I think he eventually there. does a program with somebody. And like we said, I think Tommy Dreamer is going to be at least here till TLC. Whether mm. that's longer or not, who knows. But I don't think it's so much a cameo. But if you if you if that's what you mean by cameo, by like just a short stint. Yeah. I wonder um, if he means like when he says cameo of guys in the main roster coming down. Like when Cesaro went down for like... What seemed like four months, even though he was still on the main roster at times too. Yeah, and he wrestled Sammy. That's I don't know. Good. I think it adds to it. It adds to NXT when you have main roster guys, whether it be Zack Ryder or uh, outside guys like Blue Pants or Samoa Joe. I think it just adds to. And it. it's it's cool to see um, kind of where guys are at if you haven't seen them in any other setting but NXT. Like it was really cool to see Cesaro yeah. work Sammy Zayn and really get a feel for like, wow, Sammy Zayn's amazing. Like against, like, guys who have been doing this all their life, whereas Sami Zayn spends a lot of time working people who they're training yeah. in NXT or and you, probably yeah. can't do everything he that would like to do. guys who aren't wrestlers beforehand. You're mm-hmm. wrestling right. a guy who came from football or bodybuilding. Uh, and as far as the main roster with Tommy Dreamer, they need all the help they can get right now as Absolutely. far as just getting a warm body out there. I'm so. intrigued to see the kind of shit they're going to be digging up between the low ratings and the injuries. 
I think we'll see some weirdos. I, I think we got, yeah, desperation. Right? Yeah. Desperate times you know they call, call Tommy measures. Dreamer? They're getting the weirdos. Totally. Like when Lynch. you saw like Tommy Dreamer coming in all out of shape, you're like, yep. you're digging. We're digging now. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, Rob Van Dam said no today. Yeah. <laughs> Question number two. Does Reigns win the title before Mania? If he wins it, who do you think will be a good fit to take him on at Mania? John Cena. I really like the idea of John Cena and Undertaker. That's and my only problem with that. I think Reigns is going to work Triple H in a non-title. Or for the title. Ugh. I hope not. <laughs> I Lord, I don't need I that. In, in 2016, I do not need Triple H to go for the title. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I don't I don't think Roman Reigns is in that title picture. I don't think uh, it's fu- I don't know who is. Like when you say John Cena, Undertaker, and you say Roman Reigns, Triple H, I don't know what your championship match is. It's probably Brock Lesnar and someone. Kevin Owens. Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens. There's rumors Get that yeah, title. floating around like Get crazy that title on Owens. Today. Yep. That's, or have that's... him take it off Lesnar at the... Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't that, know. Might be, that might be some dope shit. I'd be all right for that. Get Lesnar. Yeah. Get Lesnar win that title. you the most urban stuff on the podcast, Brando. <laughs> I look right at you when I say I dope shit, too. I know. Um, uh, question number three. This question doesn't have to do with wrestling, right. but as I turned 18 on the 13th of November, happy oh, birthday! Happy birthday! Which means I spent uh, it watching the news and seeing terrorist attack. Oh, right oh. now. How did you guys spend They're your 18th down, birthday? Duncan. And was anything Gosh. noteworthy about it? Keep on dirtying the deeds, Ooh, Duncan, at Brian Danielson with one. So my 18th birthday, the actual day, yeah, that's uh, what I had. Uh, some exams the next day, I think. Uh, but uh, so I just I stayed at home uh, and studied a whole bunch. And then me and my mom went and went to Boston Pizza. It was the first time I'd ever been in a lounge, and I ended up getting just shittered. Uh, and I was in <laughs> real, shittered. real rough shape for those exams. Um, Shitter was my full. 18th birthday celebration was that weekend, and I went to a schmarmy little pub that we used to have in Sherwood Park called Brothers. Uh, and that is still to this day maybe the drunkest I've ever been. Yeah, yeah, like haul you out of there, puking everywhere. Uh, they, I remember them telling me, "Okay, you're gonna need to know this moving forward. When <laughs> someone's giving you a drive home, keep both your arms out the window, and your head will always be out the window." That's wise words. Yeah, so, wise words. I don't really puke As in the one car, who's but puked in many a car. That's pretty. Solid. Remember that in three years, Duncan. Then you can use that for your own. Yeah. Personal yeah, life. I guess that's the other difference. Like, what is eighteen in in the states? What are the big things that you can you vote can now? Buy cigarettes. You can buy cigarettes. I yeah. think, and maybe go into a strip club club that doesn't sell alcohol. Sure. Yeah. That's about it. That's weird, man. Like twenty one is twenty one <laughs> is way yeah. too long. It's such a weird thing to think about. Not like, that we're trying to make fun of you, but no, states it's is just weird. It's just so weird to think about that. I went to uh, Vegas when I was twenty one. Uh, with a buddy, and I got there, and I remember ordering beers. I was at a, a slot machine. I was doing the old thing where you go to a penny slot and then get them to bring you free drink and then leave. Um, and she, I was like, "Can I? Can you bring me two beers?" And she's like, "Uh, well, you're you're 21. But I'll bring you one beer. How about?" And I was like, "Uh, okay." And then she's like, "Can I see some ID?" And I showed her, and she's like, "Oh, you're from Canada." So you've been drinking for like three years, and I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll bring you two beers. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it it's, it blows my mind. Like I remember turning 21 in Canada, being like, how like you can drink when you're 18, that's fine. Yeah. Let U.S. people drink when they're 18. 
Take their guns away, but let them drink when they're Uh, 18. I already was playing in a band that was playing in bars a little bit. I had a fake ID. So when I turned 18, my big thing was, oh, I'm going to buy a pack of smokes that I smoked in high school. Uh, That was pretty cool of you. Yeah, I know. I did it to be cool for sure. (laughs) Warren needed it for his health. But you are just trying to be cool. (laughs) It was an image thing. Uh, So I went and walked to my local Petro. I didn't live at home with my parents at this time. Mm. I was living in an apartment. Uh, And I remember being so pissed off because I didn't get ID'd. And then I came home and I didn't even want the cigarettes. Like I did the I just like threw them on the table. Thing. I was like I was like, oh, can I get a one pack of Export A Red? Because I, I I can't remember why I liked Export A Red at one point. I don't even know like that all all of it tastes like shit to me. But I know Which Warren likes fair. Export A Gold. Yeah, because it's a smooth one. It is a very smooth. So my dad smokes. Um, yeah, I, the same thing happened to me. I remember leading up to it, my 18th birthday, thinking I should you know maybe try it or like just in high school. I should try it. I'm like, no, because I am weird when it comes to awkward situations. And when the guy asked me for ID and I didn't have it, I would be weird about it. And then you would just run out of the store. Just didn't <laughs> want to do it. So then I'm like, okay, good. I got my I'm 18 now. I got my driver's license. Like the week before I turned 18, I'm living my life. I go in there. to I think it was just to buy some beer. And I'm like with my wallet out. And he's like, oh, that'll be uh, 20 bucks. I'm like, no. He's like. I'm just like waiting for him to like ask you the ID. Nothing. I'm like son of a son of a bitch. Same thing out of me. Shit. You got your I could have this anytime. <laughs> you got your wallet out, ready to go, and you're like, they're like twenty bucks, and you're just like waiting for the ID question. So you just wait, and they're like, will that be cash or debit? Like, what do you want to do here, kid? I think I even took mine out and put it there anyway, just to be like, nope, fuck you, fuck nope. you. I am. No, I just went home, and was pissed off, and then my actual 18th birthday party or whatever. I think I just played a show that year. Hmm. Oh, I played a show at a curling club that year with two ska bands. <laughs> That's some and it Canadian was sweet. ass shit. Is what yeah, that, is. that was actually sweet ass. Curling show. clubs are a great place. To oh, get absolutely, yeah. great place to get absolutely. Yeah. Like when you play at a bar and you're like, "Fuck, bar price beer." When you play at a curling club, it's like, "Yeah, this is like the kind of old people who like luxury." Yeah, Tootie bar. Like they're, yeah. yeah, they're trying to make like fifty cents profit per yeah. drink yeah. instead of like yeah. eight dollars. <laughs> like you ask for four, they're like, "Hey, you got a ten there? Why don't you just get five? Give me the tenner straight up." Yeah, I'll keep. I'll help tip you carry thing. one back to your table if you want. Yeah. Um, also on my 18th birthday because I was in school at the time because it's January. I also mm-hmm. was in school. I think it was we had just started the second semester or whatever you want to call it in mm-hmm. high school. Right. Uh, so me and a buddy who turned eighteen like a week before me went out for lunch. To buy, like, to get beers at lunch because mm. why the hell not? We can do that now. Yep. And the funny thing is, is that we went to overtime, right. which is the exact same it's spot. It's the same as building as mine. Where you went. So. After it went through all its changes because yes. it was getting a little dicey. A little sketchy. A little money laundering? Uh, no, I think straight up cocaine oh, dealing. Yeah, there was cocaine oh. dealing yeah. in there from what I've heard. I remember so. sitting there with my buddy being Duncan, like, Duncan, don't do coke. <laughs> like, there's people selling drugs where yeah. I used to get drunk, and now I feel like I should probably go get drunk somewhere else before I get stabbed. So that's a good call. Okay, next email is from uh, Ron. I got a good story about an awkward situation with cocaine if we have time. Okay, go for it. Okay, so one time I was at this house party, backslash house show, and like the only bathroom that worked in the like person's house or whatever was in the basement or whatever so i walked down to the basement and like i'm kind of drunk or whatever and there's dudes cutting up lines on the toilet seat no not on the toilet seat but on like the deep freeze which i'm like this is someone's <laughs> home like come on people this is someone's <laughs> home you're so, gonna get cocaine in the frozen meats and, like for me like everybody knows like yeah this guy's supposed to be like, a shit ton of weed or whatever but i don't mess with anything else really outside of that because yeah. it's just i don't know i just don't believe in it or whatever so i 
I'm standing in line with these dudes, but I think it's the line to the bathroom. And they're like, oh, hey, man, your line's next. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Hold on, I have to pee first. And they're like, oh, okay. Peed, ran outside, and like my, <laughs> my best friend Jake is like always outside because he just like rolls his own cigarettes. So he always just kind of hangs out at the, like on a, someone's porch at a party or on Fair the enough. back deck. Porch guy, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely porch guy. Yep. I'm kind of porch guy yeah. as well. Which is whatever. Porch guy's it's cool. too hot when there's that many yeah. people in a building. Or if there's bands playing, like, it's fucking so loud. Because yeah. like, he just wants porch. to talk and have beers, right? Yeah. I always know where to find Warren at our house <laughs> yep. parties we go yep. to. Porch. So I go inside and I'm like, Jake, this blah, blah, people just offered me to do cocaine because I don't know, I'm drunk and I'm overreacting sure. or whatever. And he's yeah. like, well, you didn't, right? I'm like, no, I just went pee and ran out. And he's like, all right, let's get some more beer, bud. Like, <laughs> so that was my awkward story about people are doing coke, and I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, bad. It was like that scene in Super Bad with Michael Sarah, <laughs> yeah. except I didn't have to sing my way out of it. Oh uh, yes, these eyes are crying. Okay. These eyes have seen a lot of things. <laughs> Here he goes. Ron emails us and says, "What, in your guys' opinion, was the best match that turned into a shoot fight?" Also, what the hell happened to Mr. Kennedy? Let's put an A in there. Uh, turned into a shoot fight. What? I can't even. I don't even know. Can't even think. Uh, I remember the uh, the John Cena. That's a WCW question of like, oh, there was Terry Funk and Ming in the ring. Yeah. No, I don't. uh, Uh, John Cena. Which one are you talking about? John Cena. Oh, it was John Cena Lesnar, but it wasn't a match, and it wasn't even really a fight. Scotty just thought it was. Oh yeah, Scotty's like that's real. They're really hurting that each one other. That looked really real. Uh, when Kevin Owens and Ryback had like a go. thirty second slugfest, and then just went back to being the match a couple months ago, like yeah. over the summer sometime. Yeah, Kevin Owens that like, was pretty cool. Catches Ryback while he's not looking, then Ryback hits him for real. Kevin Owens is like, "Well, I'm gonna punch you back because yeah. you hit me. Give you a receipt, and they get into a little shot fest." Um. Yeah. I'm sorry, that caught me off guard. I. Any, really any match with Terry Funk when he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. How about, uh, even though it didn't really turn into a fight, when Sinkar, OG Sinkar broke his finger and Del, <laughs> and Del Rio, Rio like, got pissed at him and starts him. stomping him because he fucking called the match off. Any match with Del Rio and a Lucha guy because yeah. it just looks like it <laughs> becomes a shoot fight. Del Rio hates him. Uh, Mr. Kennedy is now Mr. Anderson in TNA. And he's sucking really hard. Yeah, he's It's the exact same gimmick as when, when he left 10 years ago. And, yeah, exact same. Like really... there hasn't been any evolution other than his hair is now black instead of blonde. That's and apparently he's glad he doesn't have to bleach it anymore. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't you? Not do? Who wants to bleach their hair? The Silver day? Standard Brando Lynch does. <laughs> My hair would have been silver, not blonde. Yeah, you would have had silver hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next email is from Nova Punk. Hey, Sat Pod. With Tommy Dreamer being on Raw and SmackDown this week, do you think he'll be a part of the match TLC coming up against Wide Family? If it was four versus four, uh, who would join the Dudleys and Dreamer? Also, can you guys put over Tommy Dreamer for a couple minutes on the pod? I think I did the opposite for most of this pod. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Dreamer's fat. He looks like shit. You know, we, uh, he was, no, his, yeah. his career, and right. he paved the way and was a big factor in ECW. They used his basement to voice the promos and stuff. Yeah, so. he's he really loved being in ECW and helping contribute. Founder, right? We like Tommy Dreamer. We yeah. just think that he's kind of let himself go. We just know that Tommy. We just know that Tommy Dreamer's forty-four. Yeah, and now he's and, doing, he's doing House of Hardcore. He's yeah. got his own promotion going. Like, like House of Hardcore, in terms of you guys were gonna watch random indie DVDs. Or that would like be that, one because it's just like the best of. It's like, oh hey, here's a couple guys from TV. Exactly. Here's some old ECW guys, yeah. some TNA guys. Here's some XWWE. I wish he'd bring House of Hardcore here. It's I gone. It's come to Toronto. To 
Yeah, it's a couple times he's gone yeah. to Toronto, I think. So, he's um, going to come west. We talked. I th- we do think he's going to be in the match at TLC. We talked about that. But if it is a four-on-four, four, who are we Dam. putting with uh, Dudley's and Dreamers? Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley, but I think he's, like, retired from wrestling. The thing, uh, it's, it didn't say on, I mean, it's, it's Wikipedia, but didn't say retired. Okay. Did it say um, he was active? Either? I don't remember. Does, what does it say for, for post-WWE life? Is he taking bookings? Uh, is an American professional wrestler. Okay. Not a former okay, professional wrestler. So, independent circuit. Uh, oh. January 17, 2013, he made an appearance on TNA. He yes, he shit. did. Uh, on March 19, 2013. Oh, yeah, I forgot. His name was Brother Runt in TNA. Fuck, that's dumb. Uh, teaming with Jeff Hardy to defeat Team 3D. And that's the last thing he did. Apparently. The last thing I remember seeing for Spike Dudley was when Bubba Ray had his fake wedding to Brooke Hogan. Right. With aces and eights. So that's like a couple years ago. But it just wouldn't. What are you going to have him do? It, you're going to. Mind you, it would look impressive because Braun Strowman could beat the fuck out of this and guy. And that's a lot but of How hard can du- he bump now? He's yeah. 45. Tommy Dreamer's 44. But. Yeah. Like Spike Dudley, Tommy like Dreamer's all of his matches, pounds, like. All of his good ECW matches against like Mike Awesome and stuff like that, or him just getting tossed around like a rag doll. True. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I think RVD's the most logical bet. Rob Van Dam. Do three on three. So. Sabu. Yeah. No, WWE doesn't take that Jesus. chance. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is Sabu. You like that? Sabu poo. I know. I was ready because I was <laughs> having some afternoon beers at the barcade yesterday while you were when you tweeted that, and I was yeah. like. So I was like refreshed our Twitter a couple of times. I'm like, come on, Warren, have some more of these jokes. <laughs> well, it's just because I was on hold with our cable company and they were playing the Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. And then I'm just starting to sing. Sabu poo. Why why'd you but call? Then I censored it. So why did you have to call the cable uh, company? Because they screwed up our bill. They gave charge us way too much. For what? Uh, they, didn't, they didn't take our d- discount. Oh. They didn't apply it. Sons of bitches. Actually, I think they applied our discount and then just put a $100 extra charge for no why. reason. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, our pay. bill looked right. It was like, your phone bill is $43. Yep. Additional charges, 100 even. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck why? is this for? <laughs> okay, uh, Luke Ford writes another email, satpod316 at yahoo.com. Hey, satpod crew, my question for you today is, do you guys own any wrestling memorabilia merchandise? And if so, then what do you have? Keep up the good work. Uh, do shirts count? Because if shirts count, oh, yeah. I got lots of shirts. Um, memorabilia. We got uh, the title belt. Yeah, we got a little, uh, not like a authentic one, but our like a Walmart brand children's yep. belt. I the think one has got at least one of those. The uh, uh, ours is the uh, what do they call it? The undisputed belt, I guess. Yeah, you have yeah. the undisputed title after it became one belt. Yeah, uh, I, I always I call that like the Brock Lesnar belt. The one yep. pre-spinner, yeah. right before the spinner. Yeah, right. the Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, the Fab Five. Yeah, SmackDown Five era. Um, we got a little fab, edge. Fab, fab. We got a little edge action figure yeah. wearing a Your World edge action figure is awesome looking. You know where I got that? WWE Niagara. Really? Because yep. it doesn't look like a normal action figure, that one. Like, it looks like a special edition. It's a full-on, yeah, I think it was like 80 bucks or something. Right? Yeah, it looks more like a statue without... Yeah. Than a uh, figure. It, uh, um, yeah, it, it doesn't move. Like, it's not like a flexible yeah. move the arms around. It's like a actual figurine, right. supposedly. I've got a signed picture of Colt <clears throat> Cabana in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we have the Bret Hart signed picture as well. Uh, fuck, I, I own a bunch of T-shirts. In terms of actual wrestling memorabilia, T-shirts included, I own a Rey Mysterio shirt, mm-hmm. an Undertaker shirt, mm-hmm. 
and a Mr. Socko that oh, Mick Foley well. autographed for us and at his comedy show. Dean Ambrose. And a Dean Ambrose shirt. I was yes. like, I think I have a third shirt. That Dean Ambrose shirt I think I've worn twice, so I think I'm going to just stop getting wrestling shirts. <laughs> That's it, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's the end of that. I was looking at Pro Wrestling Tees a couple days ago, and they got some funny ones up there. Oh, yeah, I need to get some stuff off Pro Wrestling I'm, re- I'm really thinking about that Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Here's Jimmy. Yeah? You like oh, that one? That looks before you, funny. Before you do an order, let me know. Throw you some bucks. Okay. Some shekels. Next email is from Mike the Ref. Dear awesome, awesomers of awesoming. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds like something the Miz would say in 2010. <laughs> uh, happy December to you all. Three questions for you this week. One. Who, if anyone, do you think the Dudleys will have joined them besides Tommy Dreamer? That's uh, going to be Rob Van Dam. Two, how long do you think this writing staff can keep the League of Nations from fizzling out? Till uh, January. Till the Rumble. I'll say till Mania. I'll say Til Mania, until right. Rollins comes back. Holy. Whoa. Which is just after Mania, hopefully. Best case scenario. Uh, what was the, the rehab going to nine? Well. Wasn't it six to nine? Yeah, that him? six to nine. He's rehabbing it currently, but yeah, maybe a little bit after Mania. Yeah. I just think that's well, who knows? That's, um, a, that's your heel. That's that's your main vent heels. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's not <laughs> great. <laughs> but... Dicey. Uh, three. What kind of impact do you think having Dewey Foley? Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. A news. Dewey Foley being added to the writing team will have on the product. Uh, Mick Foley's twenty-three-year-old son. Has apparently been, uh, well, he's been with them. He's done some blogs on WWE.com and now is a part of the actual creative team, which is interesting because all Mick Foley has been doing for the past two weeks, month, has just been fucking shitting on their efforts. I wonder if they're like, oh, if we put his kid in this position, Maybe then he'll shut the fuck up. I or totally one hundred percent his kid. I totally one hundred percent think that's a legitimate thought. Is that they have him on the writing staff? That'll keep McFoley from bashing the writing staff, and he might not have he a lot of say. He liked this week in, of TV, yeah. And people are like, "Oh, did you like this week of TV?" Because your friend Tommy was there. Hmm. But it's like, like McFoley on Twitter was like, "I really like this week. I liked what they did with Charlotte. I liked the Dudley I mean, thing." How much? Trust are they going to put in a 23-year-old who doesn't really have yeah. any experience Although, other than being McFoley's son? I wonder if they're, like, hiring a 23-year-old writer or someone on the writing staff to be like, you're young? What do young us, people think? Let us mold you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe. Right? Like, I think that yeah. could be another another thing. Because whenever they bring in a new writer, they always go, okay, we brought you in from Hollywood. What's the Hollywood outlook on the, on what we're doing currently? Yeah. So, you're 23 how do I get another 23-year-old person to watch us every that week? Could be it. Could be it. Also, remember that time that he cried when his dad was getting hit in the head with a chair? Yeah. And beyond the mat? How good of a writer could he be? Come on. Dewey. He's a uh, child. Dewey and Noel. Yep. What creative names. That's good. Keep up the great work, gentlemen, and don't forget hashtag Boris for Mayhem Champ. Merry early Christmas, Mike DeRef. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Next email is from Ty. Hey, fellas, on Raw, it was finally, finally revealed that Sheamus is formally in cahoots with King Barrett and Rusev in the League of Nations. I know it's early, but somehow I feel like this team looks better on paper than they do in ring. Don't worry, Scotty, I didn't forget Alberto El Patron, cough, cough, Alberto Del Rio. I was going to be nice to Ty, and I had a nice (laughs) thing to say about him, but not anymore. After listening to last week's pod, I totally agree with Boris. They have completely and utterly fucking botched Del Rio's return. Like, what the fuck are they doing with him story-wise? Does this uh, does the league recognize him from Mexico 
or Mexamerica. I don't know if it's because I grew up with evolution, but when I see a three- or four-man faction, I like to plan out in my head who holds the world title, who holds the secondary title, and who is the tag team champs, and we already got two title holders installed, so do we really need to see Barrett and Rusev as a tag? I'm good. But for now, I'll ask my silly question. You can't open up Facebook or Twitter lately without watching a video that turns out to be John Cena. So. Hate that meme. Fucking thing. What is your favorite John Cena vine that you've seen? None. Cheers and happy holidays at Grizz4327. Sent from my shiny metal ass is his signature. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, Bender. I've seen way too many of them. You know what? I've liked way too few of them. There is one today that was a different way of doing it. It wasn't a. Here's the start of the video, and John Cena pops in. It was a link that somebody shared that said, uh, the New York Yankees make biggest off-season signing to date. And I'm like, oh, shit, who did they sign? Because David Price just made a huge signing yesterday, so mm-hmm. who's bigger than that? And I click it, and then it was John Cena's right. entrance video. That one was pretty funny because I was like, say... you sons of bitches. I like the follow-up mod. Where every yeah. time you shoot the mini new, it goes, John, John, John Cena. That's a reload noise. Yeah, I remember there was one that I actually thought was really funny, but for the life of me, I can't remember. I like, thing. They I all like blend. the Randy Orton vines better. I agree. Out of nowhere or whatever. But even, well, not anymore, uh, yeah, but at no. the time. At the time, they were great. Yes, I agree. The way of the internet, right? That They are funny for like the week they come out, and then it's just like, how have these not fucking stopped yet? I mean, it's. Probably not a bad thing that. Well, maybe it is a bad thing that they're getting that exposure. It's weird because then when I'm at like uh, like a house party or something or at the bar, and then someone's like, "Oh, check this out on my phone, Scott. You'll like this." And I'm like, "Oh, what's John Cena doing?" Like, "Oh, it's just a meme with him in it." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I've seen a hundred of these. Yep. Okay. Uh, Last email is from the one and only Big Bad Boris. Oh Uh, wait, I'll give say the nice thing about Ty. He's the only other person who uses hashtag Sapod. On Instagram. Good. I checked it the other day because sometimes I'll use pictures and if they're wrestling related, I'll put it. And I was like, oh, wait, there's other than just the ones I've put and Ty and some other person too. Nice. So Okay. And they're yeah. all wrestling related. Good. I like that. If you're going to Instagram things, use Instagram, right. Yeah. Uh It's question time with Triple B, he says. One, did you go to PWA? And if so, did you enjoy? Uh, I was working. But did, that was Saturday? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do anything. I'm poor. I don't have money. I worked till nine, so I was yeah. no chance. Oh, it's that's the answer to that question. I um, I didn't go. <laughs> oh, you didn't go either. No, no. I heard it was great. Me too. They announced a pretty big uh, legend coming to town for the uh, anniversary show as well. Tommy Road Dreamer. Warrior. It's not Tommy Dreamer. I. I can never remember which one is still with us. And it's Road Warrior Animal. That's animal coming. still. Because I'm pretty okay. sure Hawk is the one who died of alcoholism. Yeah, I can alcoholism. never remember which one that is. You don't die of alcoholism. Two uh, depends on who you, you ask. Die of alcohol, like ism. No, poisoning. Poisoning. Oh, the disease. But wouldn't you be like, oh, his alcoholism killed him. It led sure. to his death. Okay, it led to his death. Kill him. Okay, could have been the steroids as well. Also, he had heart problems. Yeah, I don't think you should be drinking a lot or doing steroids if you have heart issues. Uh, Question number two. Are we excited about the Owen Hart DVD? I am. I am going to watch that. They did that uh, 
sneak peek thing that they've been doing is uh, tonight on the network. Oh, really? Yeah. They're like, like 15-minute slice or whatever, yeah. yeah. I'm really intrigued about this one because I know there was a little controversy of, oh, are they going to do it? Aren't they going to mm-hmm. do it? Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they portray it because it is a very sensitive matter in the world of wrestling. Yeah. Um, but if it's as good as the Sting one, the Sting one turned out like really well. It's just it's such a tough story to listen to and hear people talk about because it doesn't. This have is going to sound weird, ending. but if he was a guy that maybe some people didn't like, maybe it wouldn't have had as big of an impact as it did. I mean, a guy dying in the way that he did sucks. Yeah, that that really really yeah, sucks. No matter you don't who see it that is, that's brutal. But because it was a guy that was universally loved and yeah. was the nice guy and, and was everyone's everybody. friend and was just that guy that would check on you if you looked like you were depressed or something mm. makes it that much worse. So it's good. It's going to be tough to watch it, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, like, it's something that everyone speaks really it. highly of. And it, it is... Oh, go ahead, Scott. It's just tough with these stories, like, for certain wrestlers of, like, people being like, oh, be cool to see a box out of this, like, Eddie Guerrero. And it's like, yeah, but it, it has such a dark, sad ending. Yes, he means a bunch to... Uh, a lot of people in the business, and there's tr- uh, tremendous matches, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's hard to watch just because you know the story doesn't have a great ending at the end. Well, and it also kind of has some hangover it because you know the family is not all the family is all on board with it. Right? Yeah, right. And you know that some people's wishes in the family are not WWE's wishes. Right. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I uh, don't know a whole lot about Owen Hurt, and I would love to know more about Owen Hurt. So that sure. seems like a good opportunity. Uh, me too. I got lots to learn about him. I know the basics, but not maybe necessarily everything. So mm. I'm hoping they do some pretty in-depth stuff with that as well. Uh, question number three. Are we pleased that the Mex-America angle seems to be scrapped with this new League of Nations? Yes. I don't know if it seems no, to be scrapped No, I don't think so. All. I think all these guys kind of have their own single things going on, too. I think Alberto Del Rio will be carrying forward his feud with Jack Swagger. And to answer Ty's question kind of at the same time as answering this, I think he is actually representing Mex-America in the League of Nations. Totally. Like, if they're going to That's talk the about, country, I am yeah. from Ireland, he is from Bulgaria, he is from England, and he is from Mex-America. And as dumb as that sounds, that's kind of the way you would do it in wrestling, right? Yeah. You have this gimmick, Is this guy's from some made-up country. If we're going to have to leave in the League of Nations, we better refer to his made-up country. Right. Like, if Undertaker was in it, he would be from Death Valley. Right. That exactly. would be his nation. It's not all yeah. of a sudden he's representing Texas or yeah. the States. Or if Ultimate Warrior was in it, he'd be representing parts unknown. Right. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't think it's fully scrapped yet, but I think maybe it is a step in the right direction. Maybe. I don't know how long these guys stick together either. Like, that's the thing. So I'm down on League of Nations, though. I really I, think it's going to be good. Yeah, I don't hate it either. Uh, question four, is Rusev back to being a lame-ass character with the return of Lana? Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite on that. Because he said that he's going to be, like, ruthless and break people in the ring, but then be this kind, loving guy outside of it to Lana. Like we said, I think I think this was, to, on this week's episode of Raw, was just a, we have to explain it, let's sweep it under the carpet, and now pretend like nothing happened and go back to the way it was. I think, if anything, to. what Seamus said was, oh, and my right-hand man, right. Rusev here. Yeah. I was like, whoa, he seemed, to get, he seemed to get the push. Yeah. yeah, Rusev's number two. If this was a mob family... And Sheamus were to yep. die in a gunfight or something, or get whacked, Rusev would be the get leader whacked. of the new Godfather. He'd be the new father. Um, the new Dawn. Yeah, I understand what he's saying. Like in terms of now that Lana's with Rusev, is Rusev like the most recent Rusev we know, mm-hmm. where it was like the whole Summer Ray versus Lana thing? But I'm hoping he is the first Rusev we knew. Yeah, where he the badass one where Lana does well, Lana does a lot of his talking for him. I would be fine with Lana not even being there, but if Lana's going to do a lot of talking for him and he takes care of business in the ring. 
Question number five. With Tommy Dreamer's appearance on Raw and the substantial ECW (laughs) chant, are you surprised is there... uh, are you surprised there is still the amount of nostalgia for ECW that there is? No, ECW will always have a big cult following because it's the one yeah. hardcore revolution or whatever that everybody knows, and it really influenced um, wrestling in terms of like WCW and WWF started having hardcore matches when they figured out ECW was like the most over thing at the time. And I think the people that were watching that at that time now have their kids and tell their kids about how cool this stuff was and how great ECW was and maybe they explain it and that's kind of how it And you look at the through. talent pool too. I, it's hard to forget those guys yep. and what they've done because there's so many big names that have gone on to either get signed by other federations mm-hmm. but everyone left their mark individually on wrestling. Like Mikey Whipwreck, you probably don't know that much about him but you know him from ECW at least. Yep. Uh, and last question, what is on your wrestling-related Christmas list? Oh, good question. I want the Money in the Bank lunchbox. That's what I want. I really want that. I want a New Day t-shirt. Either that new red one they have with their three faces on it or the unicorn one. I would way rather wear the red one. I don't think I'd ever wear the blue one in public. I don't know. Just for me. You yeah. could pull it off. Not That's not a commentary on what, you What or are you anything, saying about me there, Ryan? Very, very much a proper commentary on <laughs> What are you guys saying? I think it suits Whoa. you a lot better than it suits me to be wearing a unicorn. But. Uh, I think for the first time in my life, I legitimately have no wants on my You're getting a Seamus 515 shirt, Brando. They're all needs. <laughs> they're all like, can I get gift cards to grocery stores and yeah, shit? It's like, true. <laughs> the first Christmas where you live on your own? No. You're asking for, like, appliances? And I'm at the point now that when I want something, the second I want it, I go get it. Yeah. So when it comes time to be Christmas list time, I'm like, I can have everything I want. Mm. And even if between now and then, uh, now on Christmas, now being very close to Christmas already, mm. I was like, you know what I want? I want this wrestling DVD. I would not wait till Christmas. Just I would it. go get it. Yeah. 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 Uh, thanks, boys. Look forward to being back on again soon. Hopefully less cranky. B3. Thanks, Boris. Thank you, and thank you to everyone else who wrote us an email, satpod316 at yahoo.com. We need to pick a pay-per-view. Anybody got a pay-per-view? Um, uh, I picked the song last week, so you guys pick. I'm going to go all right. Bad Blood. I don't even know what year's Bad Blood was on, so I'm going to put in 2002. Nope, that's not a thing. Three, all right, 2003. Uh, I don't think that's a thing either. Headstrong by Trapped. We did that already. Oh, damn it. I like that song. Bad Blood, 2003? That was Goldberg and Triple H. Right, 2004 was Benoit and Triple H. Sold Me by Seether. I think we did that one as well. No, let's do Headstrong by Trapped. We've done both of them already. Let's do Headstrong then. No, we're not doing Headstrong again. Let's do Hoski. Benoit and Kane. Hoski. Hoski. How about... Yep. We've done them all. I uh, know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There can't be more than nine. Tell me a lie. There can't be Tell more than ninety-two lie, pay-per-views. Eyes wired shut by Edgewater was the theme to Backlash 2004 in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. We have not done that one before. Sure. Okay. That's what we're. Doing. I totally know what that song is too. I don't know if I. Do. I don't know that like, one. I'll, I'll remember it when I hear yeah. it because of being there. And everything, yeah. but. So, Warren, if you wanted to email us a question like all those fine folks did, where would you send that to? From Tell them. Yahoo.com. Uh, or the follow the show. Follow us on Twitter at Sapod, uh, at the Diesel Bears for me. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. Uh, at Talking Reckless. You guys got a new podcast out this week, video games? Yes, stuff? we do. We talk about all sorts of things. Good. Mario Maker? Mm, less so this week. All right. I didn't play a lot of Mario Maker. 
Fair enough. Talk about Fallout. Talk about Tomb Raider. Video game. You know, that's funny. In one week, last week, you were like, Mario Maker, only video game I'm playing. It's taking up all my time. This week, you come in, you're like, nope, now it's Fallout. Mm. Back to Fallout full time. That's video games. Though. That is yep. video so games. That works. Uh, stream or your uh, uh, oh, YouTube? YouTube backslash WSF gameplay. I don't have much going on right now. Hopefully, going to get a Star Wars Battlefront video up here soon. Nice. Okay. Oh. Uh, we'll be back next week. And um, what are we listening to again? Eyes Wired Shut. Edgewater. Scotty. All right, guys. Until next time, call in, keep calling for the cycle driver in between the guardrails. Woo!